episode of the Telerotor RC Podcast, find out what makes Monty speak up and offend everyone who's ever loved flying a 500 size helicopter. Yeah, 500s are for pussies. We're doing full send, 520. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then find out what Cliff was doing to make people run for shelter. The first couple of ones I did, I uh, had my friends, mainly Ting, uh, he, uh, he kept encouraging me, I guess is a good word. He's like, yeah, do it again. One more time, do it again. And as soon as he would say it, he would go running back underneath the shelter. So I think something wasn't great. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and does Shaggy ever say the magic word that causes Cliff to buy a new radio? Hey, Cliff. Not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> And then learn about the huge heli life decision that Monty made, and he never even bothered to run it by me. Talking it out, I talked it out with Ben. I talked it out with with Paul, and I think I talked it out with Shaggy. I did, yeah. We did that when he was shaking like a leaf. Yeah, because you didn't talk it out with Richard. <laughs> Anybody else notice that it's starting to sound like Apollo might be hanging out with Gray Eagle a little too much? Something, something, cracking. Something, something. Pyros, pyro globes, rolling stuff. Jet flu. Can anybody figure out what Shaggy's trying to say here? Tease. Hello, and welcome to Telerotor RC. This is episode 39, FBL comparison, Bavarian Demon Axon. This is Robert Monty, and with me I have Rich Sowers. Hello, what's going on, guys? Michael Shaggy Parker. These people want me to say words that I really don't want to say. It'll happen. Mike DiPaolo. The word is booby. <laughs> and Cliff Lewis. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, it was a wonderful rainy day, and I-95 was a wreck. It's like, still raining. Probably someone lost their life, unfortunately. Ah, uh, yes. The dreaded soup can funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Someone can tell I've worked in emergency services. Dude, the last time um, that I was on 95 when it was raining, it was pouring, and, and of course, you have to start backing off, and the, the, the traffic started slowing down, and I see a car in the tree, I'm thinking, hmm. Uh-oh, that sounds like a double bagger. About 300 feet f- from that car was water running across the road. It was like, aha, yep, that l- links up. Just a very thin layer of water. Just kind of going over because it was pouring down rain. Shut up, Shaggy. Okay, fine. <laughs> Real it Whoa. in there, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, why are we all here today? I'm going to go first because I'm going to go get dinner and I'm going to bring it back down. So, what we did since last episode, uh, I've completed a bunch of flying. It wasn't my heli. I think since the last episode, I've only flown my Diablo three times, as in three batteries, and that was Saturday. I flow. I've, I, I flew my uh, uh, our buddy of ours, uh, Kraken five eighty, uh, many times, and then um, uh, the the Protos. I did a bunch of flying with the Protos. Uh, past that, last night I hit purchase on a new helicopter airframe. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I know this one. 
Dude, you don't share this with your friends. Uh, well, I was thinking about making it a guessing game, but uh, yeah, well, Shaggy and DePaulo yeah. know exactly what it oh, is yeah. because I've had too many conversations. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the? Is this the ultra expensive super boutique one or some other variety of FAI? Like I said, you didn't share this with your friends. I feel left out. <laughs> I bet not. This is the cheap one. Yes, it's the cheap yeah. one. The Blade 480. So, oh wait, wait, what, wait, wait! This is the one that if it hits the ground, he doesn't care. I got you. What? What did I you was, buy? I was talking. So I was talking it out. I talked it out with Ben. I talked it out with with the Paul, and I think I talked it out with Shaggy. I did. Yeah, we did that when he was shaking like a leaf. Yeah, because you didn't talk it out with Richard. Right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I figured if I'm going to get better at at, at F three C, I need to get better with um. Uh, orientations uh, that I don't usually fly in. So I don't do, usually do a lot of inverted flying. And so I figured the best thing to do to get better at F3C is not go buy uh, a brand new FAI helicopter. It was to go buy something that I wouldn't feel bad about putting in the ground. Oh, okay. Well, we've talked about that before. I don't feel so left out. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right, Rich. We have talked about it before, just not recently. Would you so say, Paul? you're thinking about flying and what you're doing wrong or doing right and not about the ground. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, uh, I I for a lot of people they look at an expensive helicopter and say I don't want to slam it in the ground and I can completely understand that I don't want to slam it in the ground and spend the money but that's not really the issue with the Diablo the problem the problem comes down to the amount of time it takes it's, to it's make it. It's still a crash that um, still involves effort. Perfect. You're still nervous about it. It's yeah, like I yeah, tell people it, that they're like, oh, I want to be a jet only guy. I'm like, no, you don't. Otherwise, you're going to add up, end up like someone I know who's uh, eight jets deep now learning how to fly jets because he's terrified the whole time. Same thing with yeah. helis. If you can't clear your mind to pay attention to what you're doing or what you're not doing right, you're never going to be able to see it. Yeah. Well, and yeah, there's there's the thing about, you know, we got in that discussion to Paulo, but I think the, you know, the thing on the, like the Diablo is... You know, I had a I had an incident where I swiped a blade at a runway, it broke an elevator servo horn. Well, it also tweaked a bunch of things. I did that in the end of October of 2019, and it took me until February of 2020 to fix it, to actually find the final problem and fix it. That is the bigger reason why I don't want to smash my expensive heli in the ground. It took me a long time to not see dollar bills flying around out there when I was flying stuff. Yeah, and I still see dollar bills flying around out there. I, that's why I love that XL five. Meanwhile, I was yeah. just whipping flights on my X three and sending it into the beans. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> another five dollar crash! Woe is me! Slap back together, fly it again. Yeah. So yeah, I got a XL Power five twenty with a five fifty stretch on order with a motor. So oh sweet, yeah, sweet, yeah. I think I'm gonna get a set of five twenty blades for it, and I'll fly it until it mulches itself, and then I'll put the stretch on it and throw five fifties on it. I've got um, what about five hundreds? Because I've got a bunch of five hundreds. Yeah, five hundreds are for pussies. We're doing full send five twenty. Okay. Oh, actually, I, I bet the bigger problem technically Shaggy is going to be um, the bolt. The bolt is too small. The bolt and the rotor head is probably too big for the bolt of the rotor blade, and then the thickness of the rotor blade and the blade grip. So, because it's it's really a five hundred size model that's been stretched. So it's all its parts. But you know what, Shaggy? Yeah. I've got a T Rex five hundred. I'll take them five hundred blades. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> These are five hundred millimeter blades, not four twenty fives. Oh. I thought oh, the yeah. 500 fit 470s. My 500 has 470s on it. 
What is your 500 to identify as? <laughs> a blick with rotor blades. <laughs> so, Monty, that's cool. Yeah. Um, whoever wants to go next. Because I'm going to mute. I'm going to eat my dinner. Dun, dun, dun. Shaggy, go. Well, I got to pop the show notes. Well, wait. I didn't write no. I didn't write. Bro, how do I open this PDF on my iPad? That's not what this is. It says something about a new radio. Goddamn uh, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being Shut an up. asshole tonight. We'll bring that up. We'll bring that up in a minute, oh uh, DePaulo. <laughs> oh no, I don't know, but okay. Um, oh, I can, anyway, I can I'm, go going. I'm, I going. Go I'm going. I'm going. Thing. I'm going. I'm going. Fine, go. Fine, I will. Damn, stop being a bitch. Anyway, boobies. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back. <laughs> with, whoa. This, with as hesitant as you are to go, did your mom coach you on the toilet to go quicker? <laughs> yes, but okay. Um, so. I did buy a new radio. I have the radio in my hand. It powers up the radio. You only teased it, it like it sound. 20 different posts. Yeah. I kind of did. Then I opened the box and it was just a bunch of packing peanuts. Says, you know there how many V-Bar guys you had drooling over a potential V-Bar conversion? <laughs> That's why I did it. That's why I did with the 16 you have SZ a Mikado USA time. sticker on the box to really jack with them? Oh, <laughs> I should have. Oh, that would have been priceless. Anyway, so 16iZ, I went ahead and got it despite the switch layout. Um, I am trying to see if I can do some modifications or just learn a new way to hold the radio or fodongle with the sticks. Um, I actually am doing, I am actually liking it so far and I only fodongled it for a little bit. I'm not going to get into detail. I don't want to make this kind of like a review or anything like that because I haven't really done much, but that could be later down the road. It's just kind of like an overview once I have a good season worth of flying in it or on it. So that's one thing that I went ahead and did. And um, so I yeah, also I can got- see Shaggy's review now. So every flight I powered it on, I did a range check. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do them as often anymore. Just when it's important. I know. Uh, I got the logo flying again. Uh, had some weird problems when I did fly it again, and I'm hoping Cliff will let me slide by this. Okay, he's not talking. Sweet. So I'm gonna go past this. Uh, no, no, and, no. I'm, I'm still listening uh, though. I don't have okay. to talk. Oh, okay. Well, I may have put my bolt or the uh, links on the swatch plate backwards because apparently it matters in the logo where two uh, balls stick out further than the others, and you got to have them in a certain way or bad things will happen. So Cliff pointed that out. Thank you. Yeah, because I had a um, swatch plate follower link pop off in flight, and it's just flapping around like, oh, that don't sound good. Balls flap around is never advisable. So when that happened, I'm thinking, okay, I didn't put something in right. Let me go check. And I looked at it like, yes, these are not right. That's what she said. So I swapped it around and popped them back in and she was good to fly. And then I started beating the crap out of it. Uh, oh, I did. Uh, you popped it back in and what sound happened? And it was good to go. What are you talking about? Anyway, uh, another thing I did do this past weekend is I did get a set of spin blades, 605s from Ben Connor. Thank you, Ben. Uh, I don't care for them. Now, I don't know if it's just because of the one flight I had on it, but uh, they just felt very barky. You know, they just seemed like they beat air 
just like edge plates. They felt like edge plates, actually. And I used to love edge plates, but now I like something with a little more uh, cut through the air, you know, something that cuts through the air a little better. Rotortex has been my best flying blade on that logo. But yet again... You know what? What? I have the blades, and I love them on the Kraken 580. Yeah. And now well, I want to give them to DePaulo and see what he thinks of them. Go for it. Now about to smack talk some blades? This sounds like a fun week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just don't break them. Well, I mean, to be honest, they're better than the Kraken 580 blades. But that's that's the thing. That's what you, I know. But that's what you're. But that's what you're comparing. You have two inches extra rotor disc. I mean, that's not a good comparison, man. Dude, I have two inches more rotor disc, but those things are quicker off center than the shorter blade. Okay, okay. And there you go. That, that's a, you didn't say that. You didn't say that on Saturday. So anyway, I think that's about all I did. Something, something, Kraken, something, something, Pyros, Pyro Globes, Rolling Stuff, Jet Flu, Fly Less Like a Pussy, brought to you by USPS. Just send it. And something, something, Micro Glow, still waiting for parts because the global economy has exploded. All right, you're up, Reg. I'm up. I am become the anti-shaggy. Oh, oh man. Man, that, that was short, Apollo. That that's, was more like a poem. That's what uh-huh. she said. There's more content in there, though, than 10 minutes of Shaggy. Love you, Mike. It's all motorcycle. Hold on. I didn't say one word about Moto Dick. Go back and rewind it. Not a single word in there. That is true. So let's ruin that. Guess what got invoiced today, motherfuckers? (laughs) Oh, really? Highway to the danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that's cool yeah i know about time watch i'm gonna go there sign the paper next monday yamaha announces model year 2022 get wrecked that would be my luck <laughs> no no so when you- national highway transportation safety administration lists a safety oh, yeah. recall so is it actually in country and everything Are yeah well it it's been week? sitting on a freaking container ship for a month because the Grand Grand oh. Lord Sidious of California has said that unless you are providing life-saving stuff, get in the back of the line. So a buddy of mine who works at SpaceX mm. sent me a picture. It's like, hey, look, there's 30 container ships sitting outside the port. That's not normal. Yeah. Meanwhile, Baltimore and Norfolk are like, bring it on in. We don't care. Wear a mask. The end. Well, we'll see. Watch. It might show up and they're like, eh, surprise, it fell off the back of a truck. Or we looked in the box and there's a giant rod through the side of it, so we're not allowed to sell it at this point. <laughs> well, at this point, it's really, I just need it to, to drive so I can show up to the bar on it because then I don't lose a bet with my boss and the entire embedded systems team. Uh, I don't care if I have to push it and they walk outside and I'm sitting on it. I'll just make motorcycle noises with my mouth and maybe they'll leave me alone and not take my money. Anyway, what do you got, Rich? Oh, man. Well, I think what was the last episode was just before Chill Out, right? So I think I'd said I was going to Chill Out, but of course um, I didn't. So COVID um, weird or veered its ugly head. Yeah, the Wednesday before. So uh, I didn't get to go. I missed that. I missed out on seeing everybody there. Um, But. Once that was over, last week, not last weekend, but the weekend before, I went down to, um, oh, I haven't fixed it for you. Dude, you just moved my show notes, man. 
I'm like, Come on, man. Where's your short-term memory? <laughs> dude, that totally th- yeah, dude, that did. totally threw me off, man. Oh, my God. I was like, what, what the hell just happened? Um, so we went down to Green Sea, South Carolina. What happens? I got this, I got this uh, text from uh, Kevin McGrady uh, Friday night. He sent it kind of late, like at 9 o'clock. But I didn't see it till like I was going to bed at like 2 in the morning. And um, I kind of read through it. And it's like, hey, man, late notice. Gonna have this flying down to Green Sea if you want to show up, but it's like an hour and a half from my house, hour and fifteen minutes. And uh, so I get up and I'd have read it. Got up Saturday morning and went, "Oh hell yeah, I want to go down there." So uh, loaded the car and headed down to to Green Sea, South Carolina, and that's a field where um, Chris Calhoun flies. And um, it was fun. I went down, driving along. GPS is like saying, "Hey, you have arrived." And I went, "What the hell?" I look over, and there's a just a chimney, like a freaking chimney out in the middle of a field. And I'm like, I'm not here. Where the hell am I? And I'm driving around. I call Kevin. And he's like, well, we're right here. And I'm like, I'm looking. I don't see any helicopters. I don't see anything. All I see is this freaking chimney in the middle of the field. Um, turns out it's the field wasn't on the left. It was on the right. And I had to go down a little road. I eventually found them. But I was like, shit, Google again. Um. But they had a little get-together. John Allen just got back from his last deployment, and he's getting ready to deploy again already. So I just, I guess for like five or six weeks, but um, they decided to have a get-together before uh, he goes out. And uh, so they had a few guys show up down there. It was Chris and a couple of his friends and John and, of course, Tyson. Uh, ben was there. You know, Kevin was there. Uh, Jay came down from Raleigh, from RCHO. Oh, so we had a nice little crowd down there. Um, had some fun flying, spent a whole afternoon flying with those guys. And, um, in the afternoon we were, I was talking with John about doing, uh, flips or actually half pyros. And, you know, we talked about the fact that I've been practicing. I'm back again. Half pyros were done wrong. Dude, let's not go there right now. But they weren't, it was was like, what John did was I told him, we were talking about him and he's like, man, I'm going to go out. I've been practicing doing, I think he said left-handed flips. Because I'm going to go out and try a left-handed pyro flip. If I do a left-handed, you go out and do a half pyro. I was like, "All right, I got the 550, no problem." So uh, he went out and did did his left-handed kind of ugly left-handed pyro and our uh, pyro flip. And so I go up and I'm like, flip it over, get the tail around. It's fine. I, I can't keep it flat, so it comes back around. I bring the tail back around. It looks more like a really ugly pyro flip than a half pyro. And yeah, we did have a discussion about whether a pyro flip has one pyro per half flip or two pyros or, you know, or half a pyro, half a flip per half a pyro. Does that make sense? Or whether it's a whole pyro per half a pyro flip, right? I'm trying to think of that. So anyway, um, but yeah, I did my first half pyro and then we were trying whole, I was trying whole pyro flips and getting it around. They're ugly, 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 but I get them. I was getting them around, um, sort of. Before you give it away, I'd like to hear what the other guys think about half pyro flip is. Um, what the other guys were thinking it was? Well, John was saying. A half pyro flip is basically when the t- when you're going to play tail in, and let's say you, you push forward, and then you flip it around, and now the tail, you're inverted, and the tail's still facing you. Right. That was my impression, but. Um, the other impression was that you got a whole pyro per half resol- at revolution. Yeah. So in that case, 
when you stop, the nose would be pointing towards you, right? So, um, we kind of went back and forth with it and, and, and talked about it, but it was, you know, when, and it was funny because, you know, Monty, you and I were talking when I was on the way home, just, we were just talking and, um, we were talking about when you do a pyro flip, if it's a, if it's one full, full pyro per flip, or if it's a whole pyro per half a flip, right. And you looked it up yeah. and in, in your Monty way, and it is a half pyro per half flip. Yep. So it's one pyro, one flip is a pyro flip. That's from the uh, FAI manual on F3N. Right. So my so our thing is, yeah, right. So you end up, you flip up over, you rotate the tail at the same time. Now I'm having the problem where my tail's starting too late, right? So I start the flip and then start my tail moving. And that kind of puts the timing of the stir off. And, um, and I wasn't giving it enough collective either. So they were all over the place. But, hey, I tried them. And um, I'll try them again this weekend if the weather's good flying. So that has to do with that thing you were talking about, Monty, with having a helicopter that you just don't care if you put it in. Yeah. So um, it was funny because there was one of them I did, and I hear everybody behind me go, oh, man, good save. And I had just flown out of it. I didn't feel like I'd even saved it. It didn't feel like a deep dig or anything, but maybe it was. Um but yeah, it was like no fear. No, sh- it was funny because I, when I came back and landed, man, my hands weren't shaking. I wouldn't have, you know, nothing. It was just, I, th- I really believe that that having that helicopter that I just doesn't bother me if it goes in, that I feel like that way when I'm flying the helicopter. And I, and I fly that helicopter all the time now. So, um, you know, anyway, we had a really good time down there and did a couple of things I'd never done before. So that was pretty cool. Um, did start working on getting Diablo number one back together, um, working on the tail and got another motor for it. So I, I did get another Contronic motor. So both Diablos will have all Contronic electronics in them. Um, so that's kind of cool. And that's going back together now. Um, but man, I, see, I didn't any, I didn't fly last weekend. Had to, uh, spend Sunday helping Austin build a leprechaun trap. Um, for school so no flying but otherwise what the hell i think that's it man what's that my son had to write how he would catch a leprechaun (laughs) that's interesting because austin had to create a trap and then give directions on how the trap worked and it was kind of funny because last night he put the trap out to try to trap the leprechaun and all he found when he got up this morning was a little note that said yeah Maybe better luck next time. Um, so better than a skunk. You know, there's some there's some magic stuff going on there with those leprechauns. How did your son th- say he would trap them? I didn't get the whole story, but I think it involves some milk. <laughs> oh, this involved a little rock with a string glued to it to pull close a trap. But it was all cool. Um, so anyway, that was my last weekend. So. Yeah, this weekend I'm planning on flying. I want to get out with the Diablo. Um, I'm going to be trying if the weather's good enough. And I haven't, I don't know where we're going to be at tomorrow um, for weather down here. But I'm going to get out and get a um, F3C uh, course set up at our field this weekend. So I can start practicing the hovering maneuvers and straight line flying with the Diablo. I got to get that thing in the air um, and stop because I've been doing it all with my 550. And, uh, 
So we gotta gotta get out with the Diablo because man, flying season's coming quick. It's it's like it's coming. That's what she said. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the expectation sometimes. <laughs> um, but the you know because spring fling's right around the corner, man. Yeah. But, uh, it's not that far away. Uh, about six weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About six weeks. Yeah. So it's just it's not that far away. So um, I intend to be competitive. And it looks like you know it's picking up, man. The whole competition thing, I think, is picking up a little bit this year. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll see if these guys actually and show and do their thing, right? You know, um, I've noticed that a lot of people what? will talk about it, but no one will ever show up. So we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see. Guys, we'll see. But you know what? You know I what? Hope guys so. are buying helicopters, so. and at least they're, you know, they're they're trying. I mean, I th- I'm hoping these guys all show up. I- I'm excited for the fact that there's more people talking about it and buying helicopters. Anyway, all right, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> had fun in South Carolina, but a boys. So yeah, I heard about that one on the other shows. Yeah, we had a good time. That's it was good. fun. My turn. I'll try to be quick since uh, Rich took up all the airtime. Uh, I've been out flying several times since we last recorded. I'm still working on Piro flips, and I have actually now brought them out and started doing them in real life. They're ugly and they're scary. Cool. Um, the first couple of ones I did, I uh, had my friends, mainly Ting. Uh, he uh, he kept encouraging me, I guess is a good word. He's like, yeah, do it again. One, one more time, do it again. <laughs> and as soon as he would say it, he would go running back underneath the shelter. So I, I think something wasn't great. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, well, let's be honest. He he he's visiting from China, and that's probably how they do it there. I I think he is just coming <laughs> to uh, kind of learn who I am and how he has to deal with me. <laughs> mm, possible, very possible. Uh, so anyhow, I did them. I did a little bit more with them uh, this past weekend, and they're still not great, but they were much much better. Um, so. Yeah, there's that, and I'll keep working on it, and uh, still hope hope to have it nailed down by a spring fling. Probably not on the deck, but at least, you know, at a reasonable height. Yeah, that's how I – so that's my goal, too, is be able to kind of do them by, by spring fling. Cliff, question for you. Was the tail spinning while you were flipping? Uh, yeah. Did it hit the ground? No. Successful pyro flip? Yeah, but they were kind of ugly there a couple of times. I, it's the tail spinning. You flipped upside down and then back upright, and the model didn't hit the ground. Successful pure flip. Uh, let me see where I was. Oh yeah, so my plan to lose twenty pounds. Uh, that was actually going pretty well until I went down to uh, RCHO, and I had lost five pounds, and then magically I gained seven pounds while I was down there. A lot of it was uh, thanks to Juan for the Discala and Eric, his son, who just kept bringing them to everybody. Like you couldn't even have an empty plate without having two or three more of these things just right in your face. So I had to eat it. And <laughs> you have to, you, you, to. Ha- you have to damn near offend them in order to, in order not to get get shoveled. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I mean, no. I I did. No. It, was, <laughs> it was it was too good. And uh, Tammy, you know Rodney, Rodney's wife Tammy down there. She uh, she took care of Madison uh, pretty good down there uh, the whole time. So anyhow, I have got gotten back down to the five pounds that I had lost before, and I'm still working on that. So there we go. Wait, good. Did, didn't uh, Madison 
do something at RCHL? Madison did. She crashed her helicopter in the fire, but it was Scott Graham's fault. Oh, yeah. of course it is. Somehow we have to blame Scott. No, she was uh, she was super excited. She asked me if she could, if uh, if it'd be okay if she tried to hover her helicopter and maybe crash it into the fire. I'm like, yeah, whatever, baby, go ahead. And uh, that was it. She was she was on top of the world after all that, and it's actually worked out pretty well. Um, she which heli her her synergy E5. Oh well, I I know it's kind of like a. Uh, 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 can't get parts for them anymore, but a first and a rare, I, and yeah, I have a lot of E5 parts, so it's kind of <laughs> okay. Yeah, you didn't sell the airframes; you're just parting them, parting them out, or breaking it down to to supply hers. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I bought a couple. Sweet. I bought a couple of frames, and uh, yeah, it's so uh, it's working. Um, but it, no, anyhow, it actually uh, it kind of rejuvenated her and she has she's been spending probably close to 20 minutes on the sim every day since then she's gotten a really oh wow lot better uh she's actually going out and and not just hovering she's doing some flying now she's doing some stall turns they're scary and they wow. uh, look like crap and i usually have to chase them down before they hit the ground uh, but it, exactly, she's, she's at least trying That's and, awesome. uh, and she's getting out there. So I'm happy. You better watch out. She's going to start pure flipping soon. You know, I hope so, man. I don't even care. I hope so. Well, she's going to start pure well, flipping, but the fear is going to be that Cliff is going to have a freaking heart attack and we're going to have to use paddles on him at the field. No, nah, just let me die. Please just, just leave me alone. Let me die. <laughs> <laughs> she's a thing like me. Her rolls will just look like pure flip. She'll be good. The sour's roll, right? <laughs> how, how old is she again? How old is Madison? Again? She's fourteen. Yeah, good for her. Man. I'll That's bring exciting. one of my daughters around, get her interested in makeup. Uh, she's kind of already getting that. But no, John Allen helped her out a lot too. Um, she kind of with makeup. <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm letting that in. John can find that when he finds it. <laughs> no, she. Uh, she she kind of really latched on to John for whatever reason I don't know and John kind of let her so uh, he convinced her to start doing a whole lot more sim time and she's been doing it and uh, it, it's really paid off it's it's amazing to see how far she's come in just that little bit of time. Does she do That's the sim cool. yeah. online with John? Is that what you're saying? She she has done that she's done that a time or two but no primarily she just does it by herself just sitting here. Okay, so when you mean that uh, she oh she she saw John down at RCHO. Okay, and was that the first time she met him? Uh, no, it wasn't. She, no, oh, no, she's known him lots of times. I was gonna say because yeah. that's right, Rob's event. I think that's yeah. funny. First, first it was uh oh I can't remember his name right now. Well, Bella, it, yeah, it and, was Tyson. Uh, Tyson. Tyson, yeah, she she latched on to Tyson. Yeah. For a fun flyer yeah. too, and now she's well, picked up. And then Rob. it was Rob Cole. Believe it, Jay, or not it was too. Jay then, wasn't it? Rob yeah. Cole. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They uh, it was it was really funny because you know Leslie Leslie down at RCHO, Leslie and Ashley actually got together and they came over to me and they're like, Cliff, um, we don't want to, you know, concern you with anything, but. You know, Madison's hanging out a whole lot with Rob. I'm like, oh, he's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. 
Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just do what I do and close the door in his face. You're not talking, Rob. (laughs) Wow, that's so mean. Oh no no we were joking uh, we were joking and, uh, okay. and I, I I closed the door gently I closed his van door on him and closed him in his van it was like yeah we were we were <laughs> I could just see that <laughs> uh, other than that All that's right. about it for me I haven't been doing a whole lot uh, I'm selling some helicopters and thinking about buying a new one and uh, might maybe after this episode might be getting a new transmitter we'll see. Yeah. Ooh. It, it ain't happening. It's all lies. Yeah, yeah, we'll hey, Cliff. It's all lies. Yes. Not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to move forward into RC Heli News and Heli Event coverage. Well, news the 16IZ is out now. Yeah. Uh, I thought we. I knew we recorded before Chill Out. <laughs> I guess we haven't recorded about Chill Out. We went to Chill Out. Chill Out. You guys went to Chill Out. Yeah. I flew uh, a raw. I flew a raw as well. Yeah. I flew a raw as well. I I liked it. I think it's a solid model. I hope others enjoy it. Yeah, I'm liking it. I'm liking the way it looks. Uh, you know, the the thing that gets me about it, and I know it's a problem that can be solved, is the excess wiring off the ESC sticks out of the canopy. And if you do solve that, you still got the excess uh, uh, balance taps hanging out of the canopy and, f- and flopping around as you do odd maneuvers. You know, I will say one, one thing for sure is I know a lot of people were going to probably were, were worried about visibility, but... When it got dusk, it's you can see it. You can actually yeah. still see it. Who was flying there as far away? Someone's flying there as far um, away from me at Eric Fredericksburg. Oh, oh, uh, Fredericksburg. I don't know. Steve's only one with yes, one at Fredericksburg. Steve's got one. Yeah, and it uh, its silhouette far away is no different than a normal pod and boom helicopter. Right. That's what it was like. It's got a nice big boom, so. Yeah. And you can see the white lettering on it pretty clearly. That's what she said. That that has nothing to do with whatever. Nothing to do with them titties. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to move on into listener questions and feedback. First up, we got an anonymous email. Anonymous. 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 Who was it from? Um, probably yeah. Gray Eagle. No, he 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 claims his shit, dude. No, that's true. Uh, and that add to that, it's not written in Gray Eagle. No, the 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 sender of the email. Uh, let me see if I can say this. Yeah, I can say this. It is Web zero one two. He didn't sign it. Um, he said. Make sure when you test the other FBL units, you use non-latest or one-generational firmware for a level playing field. It also sounds like a couple of the test pods are wanting as they need a, uh, in quotes, perfect, end quote, setup to be able to fly well. All right. So the old firmware thing. Question. (laughs) Was there anything different flying characteristics-wise in the uh, patch notes? 
Because otherwise, no. I would say, yep, not that, in the that, notes. That's a red flag. We got to redo it. Yeah, and we talked about that. That did come up, right? I remember asking about that. All right. Yeah. yeah. As for the perfect thing, uh, let's see. Do I? All right. Let me ask the the, uh, the former marine here. Do I answer this in a polite way, or do I answer it in a eat a dick way? I'll go with polite. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Tough <laughs> guard. Um, Freeze this now because I really wasn't expecting I have to do this. I'll, I'll, let me let me take a hack at it for a moment. I think the short version uh, is different people are looking for different levels of performance from the gyro. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is the reason there's now four of us flying this this uh, model. I mean, I I would not expect to hand Alex Hinson of Formula F1 a car that has general tire on it. And expect him to be happy with it. Likewise, yeah, I would not expect my mom to notice anything as unusual with her van if I went and put some of the highest end Yokohamas I could on her van. Just mm-hmm. not going to use it. So, yep. same thing. Yeah, and that's why we have four of us flying. It is, you know, between the group of us, we... Uh, we are not identical. And that is, I think, a positive thing. It's just a little opinion on a comparison. Yep. But all all that is uh so uh Rich, please send me the USB programmer. Um because I don't think well please send me the USB programmer because I wonder I wonder uh if I'm gonna get if I, I don't wanna wait till we're done with this whole thing to get the programmer and figure out that I can't update the firmware on this unit. Oh, I can send it to you. It's no big deal. Yeah, please. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna update the firmware. I'm gonna put it back in the helicopter sometime later in the future. Um, the plan is is probably after we test the last unit, but maybe if we get free time and we find ourselves camping on a field or something, we've all flown the model. We got some dead time. We can throw it in. I don't know. But you know, we'll test to see if there's un- undocumented gremlins who who make flight better. <laughs> um, Javier sent us an email it's always good to hear from him his email is very long uh, he liked our new logo cool I was going to bring that up in a little while Yeah. Uh, he likes our approach in the Flybars controller review he also says that they had a similar idea about testing but it never came to fruition with the full pitch podcast uh, he would like to see us upgrade the firmware um, he also mentioned the software, but we already figured out the software doesn't, um, doesn't do anything really more than you can do, uh, at the unit itself. Right. Uh, he wasn't sure, but he brought up the fact that, uh, the AR6210BX, not sure if it could be upgraded all the way to V5 or if it's stuck in a lower version. We're not flying the AR6210BX. We're, we're flying a no. mini, is it called a mini? I mean, yeah, no, it's the uh, Beast X Plus. Yeah, it's the plus. I got, I've got one up there. I just have to look and see what it is. But yeah, it's not, it's not the seventy two hundred or this. You know, no, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's, it's the true Beast X. Yeah, Micro Beast, um, Micro Beast Plus. I actually have the unit that we, f- yeah. uh, we flew in my hands. Yep. Um, and that one, I'm pretty sure is exp- you can take it to five. Yeah. Um. 
it has led me down a path that I think in one of the future episodes, I will probably give a cheat sheet of what it takes to update the firmware on the gyros we have tested. Mm-hmm. Because um, that will start to bear out here in this review we'll get to shortly. Um, yeah. Also, no new feedback came in on Podbean. Hey, I'd love to see Podbean feedback. Uh, we did get a new iTunes review. Cool. Um, he posts as XOEXOE on Helifreak. Maybe he attends Urcha or something. He can We can find each other and talk. But uh, he wrote uh, on March 9th, this gang of pilots come prepared for each episode. Very knowledgeable and their episodes go very in-depth. Best podcast if you want technical info. Only thing that bugs me is the sound of Robert Monty's microphone. Get a new mic. <laughs> it has no bass. It has no base, so it sounds like you're talking through a, t- a tinny tin can. I'll chip in thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chip in thirty dollars too. Yeah, uh, I to was be honest. Well. Uh, I, 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 yes, I can hear that this microphone removes the base. Um, yeah, maybe I'll uh, uh, steal some monies and go buy a uh, Yeti. Um, I'll give in a hundred if Apollo gets a new one. <laughs> if, oh, for radio? No, a no. new microphone. A new mic. Oh, well, I need a you microphone. You have a thing for you have a thing for sabotaging your audio, Mike. Well, this one's actually half decent. I'm not using the crappy computer mic. <sighs> it sounds decent right now. Yeah, this is the good one. the uh, The sixty dollars Amazon mic that was shockingly better than I expected. This is the Amazon mic. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. The Shaggy's bitched about it. Usually when Shaggy's bitched, it's because I jacked with something else, like I was too quiet or I was too loud and clipping. Uh, yeah, you, well. Yeah. Or you, you yeah. usually do other things. Not usually that, that will, it's not really the mic itself. It's just the other things that you would do that would cause some mu- Yeah, like, like for example, yeah. using the button on top of it to click mute and on and off always introduces a click into the audio. So now I have a hotkey on my laptop. There you go. Yeah, like right now your audio sounds really good. But anyway, move it on. So, uh, that's it for listener questions and feedback. Uh, hey, send us an email. I want to hear some questions. Um, and you know what? I'm in a joking mood. Send me some joke questions. I don't care. Maybe I'll answer them. Maybe that's okay. a new segment. Let's see how Monty answers these crazy-ass questions. Oh, no. Oh, you're going to regret that. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, next up, FBL Project no, no, News. No, no. I got, I got, I got a news update. Uh huh. What's that? So the 16iZ for a charger is Type C, so they don't uh-huh. give you a big giant brick anymore in the with a um a plug that you'll never use into a flight pack uh battery, and then the other plug into the radio. It comes with just a simple Type C cable. That's awesome. Also. I could not figure out where to put the micro SD card in this thing to import my air, my models from my 16SZ into the 16IZ. Uh, well, I found it. You have to move the antenna, and there's a little tight little slip right there, and that's where the uh, little SD card goes there. And I imported all my aircrafts within like two minutes from my 16SZ into the uh, 16IZ. Boom, ready to fly. Just got a so link, link. Cool. FBL Project News. So in here, I have things that have not much to do with the uh, actual 
uh, FBL unit. It had more to do with the model itself. Uh, Shaggy and DePaulo fly that model hard enough that the collar keeps loosening on the main shaft. Oh, that's yeah. nice to know about that. Well, it won't come out. It's not like the E5. Yeah, yeah, it can't come out. It can't come out. It's not like the E5, but it introduces up-down play. Hello, swashplate meat collar. No, not that much. I can send you another collar. I don't know if the collar, and the collar is not at the, right below the swashplate, like, <laughs> synergy, I mean, <laughs> Tron. Um, it's, it's actually uh, down in between the bearing blocks near the battery. Um, the tail got twisted again. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Uh, when you romp on it hard enough, the tail case twists slightly. Um, I'm going to say overall, the, the Protos is challenging. On one hand, I want to properly tighten fasteners. On the other hand, it seems the fasteners need to be tightened elbow tight. I I think your problem with the – if you well, – let me talk about Let's talk about it later. I think I know what the problem with the, with the tightening of the tail is. It's a Protos. That's why. <laughs> no, I uh, – <laughs> Boys, you wanted to use it. <laughs> you. Let's go. Oh no, I, I, I. Uh, it, it, I'm learning the models' peculiarities, quirks, quirks. You got yeah. Um, they all have. Them. They all have them. I uh, like the model, though. I do like it, Rich. See, yeah. Well, I mean, on the on that boom, it's if that once that tailcase gets over tightened, where that slot is yeah it balloons out in front and i'll bet if you look at that it's got the balloon in front once once that that um thing once the boom itself balloons out right there because it's been over squashed it's been that tail's been over tightened i don't think you're going to get it totally tight again hmm. not without putting some tape or something in there yeah That's i don't know because the vinyl is uh the vinyl should be it's just up against it it's not under it correct and i think the vinyl might be hiding the ballooning you're talking about yeah, look at it really close where the where it pinches together. You'll you'll probably see it. It's when you know what it is when you take a tube and you over compress it and you get little ballooning on each yep. side of that compression. My logo boom is like that after the past crash. Yeah. It, you see it on a lot of helicopters where guys just over tighten the um, collar that their uh, boom supports go to. They'll torque the shit out of it. The next time you have, you see a little mm. ring right there where the metal's actually compressed. Yeah, you can get that on that model because there's a cutout. In the boom, where a little little um, pin goes that keeps the tail from moving all the way around, and it can yeah. move a little bit. Well, if you over tighten it right there with it pushed all the way forward, because that metal's gone on that side, it was a, it was a common problem early on that Alex used to talk about and tell everybody not to over tighten their tight their tails because of that. Okay, I'll bet you that that's been over tightened at this point. But take a look and see. Yeah. Um, As for the collar, I guess I'll just go elbow tight. <laughs> Uh, do you think another collar would make a difference? I don't think so. I kind of, I kind of think it just has to do with the guys flying a thirteen-pound model kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's. I mean, it can't come apart. It's just I notice it when I pick the model up after flight. Yeah, yeah. Which means it's going to play with the pitch a little, but usually it's going to. It's. DePaulo could probably feel it if he looked for it, but otherwise, it's not going to matter. Main topic. Main topic. There's a topic that's main? Or is it in main? <laughs> Let's get this started. It's taken us almost exactly an hour to get here. Yeah, oh almost. Oh, gosh. That's usual for us. 
Yeah, it's usual. Yeah. FBL comparison. Bavarian Demon Axon. Uh, Cliff, so, we'll start with you unless you got – what do you got? What do you got, Rich? I was just going to say, um, let's thank John Allen for lending this to us. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I don't know that he knows he lent it to us. He does. <laughs> he does. Okay. He does. He lent it to me. Yep. Um, he wanted me to put it on one of my helicopters to try it, and I hadn't done it. And then when this came around, I was like, hey, John's overseas. I've got his axon. Want to use it? Well, and to be funny, it, kind of. And to be funny, it is on one of your helicopters. It is on it one is of my on, helicopters. Yeah, so, yeah. I <laughs> haven't flown it, but it's on one of my helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, he wanted me to try it, and so I we, we knew he wouldn't care. So yeah, good. But I wanted to thank him publicly for yeah lend, lending it to me, letting us borrow it while we're we're doing this. Yeah, I told him during chill out. It was uh, he laughed, we laughed, and he said, "Yeah, yeah all's cool. well." He he's not upset, yeah. and uh, it's safe. It's safe as long as as long as Shaggy doesn't have a screwdriver to remove it from the helicopter. It's safe. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What tools did you use to remove my CGY seven sixty? Oh Jesus! Sure is quiet in here. It sure is. <laughs> it's still quiet. Did he? Did he? Okay. Did he drop? Uh, oh, a sledgehammer. No. Uh Okay. Cliff. Okay. Uh, every, the pros I had about it, it's really easy to find, download, and install the software, even on a crappy computer like mine. Uh, that was that was pretty nice. Um, the unit itself is small. It's easy to put kind of wherever you want it to put. Again, can be mounted in any orientation that, it wants, that you want to put it into. Uh, the one thing that I really, really liked a lot about it is you didn't have to find the aileron pitch and elevator servo port on the Axon. You just plug it in, and then when you go into the software, you just figure out you, you have one, two, and three, and you can, you just set everything up like that. Super simple. I like that part. Um, the, <laughs> the actual software in the Bavarian Demon is really good and useful if you use it. So I didn't know I was going to fly the helicopter. So when I actually did get to fly it and I had to set it up the way I liked it and everything, uh, Monty kept telling me, read the icons, read the icons. And in my mind, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, Monty's just messing up. He means I-K-O-N icon, not ICON, which is the little thing that you can, and it's real little. There's a real little icon in the software that you click onto and it brings it up so you can actually read what every setting does. Um, once you do actually get in there and read what settings do, then it, it really, it really kind of holds your hand and walks you through a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For those of us who work in IT, it's a, it's a lowercase italicized I. The lowercase letter I, and yeah. Stands for information. Information, yeah. Right. For those of us that put in dog fences underground for a job, we don't know about those little eyes, okay? <laughs> so. That mean information. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and to be honest, it is kind of a, a gray on white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. And it's really little. I mean, it's. Itty bitty. If you know where to look, sure, it stands out like a sore thumb, but 
Yeah, if you don't. <sighs> Never stopped you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyhow, I was excited. I got to fly it this time. Uh, took me about two batteries to get it pretty much where I liked it. I was having a lot of trouble getting the tail to stop as crisply as I wanted it to. Um, and then just kind of come to find out too, some of it was just the helicopter itself. It wasn't, wasn't a whole lot you could take out of it. Uh, it took me about an hour to completely set it up. Again, this was with the, uh, uh, Soko tool. I know a lot of folks don't use a Soko tool, so that's kind of neither here nor there. I always use one. It does take a little bit more time, but you know, then when you go out, you're, you're dead on zero every time. Um, one thing that Monty found out for me was uh, my transmitter needed to be calibrated because my values were not showing zero. So when we set it up in the software, I had to put plus or minus one in at a couple of things. And of course, Monty told me, he's like, you need to calibrate your transmitter. I'm like, this transmitter hasn't been used that much. I don't think that's what the problem is. But sure enough, I did calibrate it, took it back up there and hooked everything back up. And it, it put it back to zero. So, yeah, calibrate your transmitter every once in a blue moon, I guess. Um, as I was setting everything up like i said i couldn't find the icon thing i got yelled at a lot by monty a lot <laughs> um but uh anyhow i got it flew it i liked it i got it set to where i could be happy flying it around to my skill level um one thing that i did really like a lot about it and maybe this is with all the units i don't know because i don't have any now that you plug into the computer to set up but you don't have to power down the helicopter when you plug in the computer. You can just plug it on, make your changes, unplug it, and go with it. Uh, I thought that was neat. I like that. Yep. That's really about it on my side of it, unless you had any questions about anything I did. Uh, I would say most of my yelling was to tell you to stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to explain that I didn't know I was coming up there to, to fly it. I thought I was coming up there to fix those those transmitter settings and kind of re -go, you know, go through the whole thing again. Yeah, I thought I told you you're flying it, but I get Surprise. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, uh, I can vouch your, your small computer does like to act crappy. Um it's really not by crappy. It's just slow. It 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 was cheap when it was new, and it's yeah. it, now it's old and cheap and it's crappy. It's it, I mean I use it for nothing other than helicopter stuff. Nothing but what helicopter stuff like setting up setting no. up any fly barless units that kind of thing. Reading 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 manuals uh, in your PDF so reader. Important. <laughs> Still looking. Uh, cool, Rich. Oh, nothing. I was just listening. Yeah. Um. Well, who wants to go next amongst Shaggy or DePaulo? Now, uh, DePaulo, you go first. <laughs> 
Hmm, the demon, also known as the. Hold on, Monty. I'm gonna open the PDF again. Fly barless. <laughs> <laughs> because that's well, I, I you said there's some kind of inside joke that I don't know about. Well, you said how? <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes all iPads just really don't want to open PDFs, and you gotta get your young son to do it for you. You know, just it's a thing. Anyway, um, all right. So Monty said. It's a count of how many batteries of flying it takes you to actually tune it. So, of course, the first thing I do is, all right, well, then how the hell do you actually tune this damn gyro? What what are these crazily named, uh, what is it, direct control proportion? That one, actually, that one's kind of self-explanatory. But, like, agility, right? Like, I don't know what the hell agility is. I, I can kind of assume maybe it's a rotational degree, but they probably baked in a bunch of extra crap, so... That was a, a game of, all right, I'm going to go RTFM and figure out what these things do. So when I do put it in the air, and it does something I don't like, I've already looked at the manual and, and talked to myself, oh, wait a minute, that, that wiggle. And the manual said something about adjust parameter X to get rid of the wiggle. Because otherwise, you're just going to go out there and burn batteries and get angry and you know maybe go home and crash your Ferrari into a wall and do some cocaine or something. I don't know. Might be the wrong wrong decade, but well, you got you got to do cocaine off titties. Oh, wait, 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 no, get the lewds. Get the lewds. That's definitely different, dog. <laughs> get the lewds. <laughs> oh yeah, really, really pushing that uh, R-rated stuff here. Anyway, um, so back to serious scientist stuff. Yeah, so our RTFM before even trying to fly it, because otherwise it was just going to be pissing in the wind. So what was it? Two or three batteries, Monty. Um, or was it the it end was of the second th- one? Uh, at the end, of, at the end of two, you were happy. You flew a third, didn't adjust anything, and said, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah, send it. I remember. Yeah, so the first one was it almost dark, playing with it, trying to learn what the settings <laughs> did, because that's something I've always done. Where it's just started wildly swinging settings around to see what actual effect they have. Because otherwise, it's like the guys I see who try tuning, learning how to tune a nitro motor, and they just do like one click at a time. And they never really get a feel for how much needle movement makes a difference. They just slowly creep up to danger and not realize it. That's always fun. But yeah, it was it was funny because I handed you, you know, got you everything. You put it in the air and did some things with it and landed it, and then it was like twenty minutes at the computer. Yep. <laughs> learning with plugged yeah. into the model. But hey, but you but you saw how fast Same that battery. second battery was from progression. And then yes. by battery three, it was, all right, let's fly on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, good enough. It's 90% of the way there. I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, you were, I would say, Dare, you might say you had some fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the third yeah. third battery, it was really just saying, okay, I, I think I have this thing where I like it. Well, let's try it. And yeah, yeah that's good enough. Yeah. It's not 100% of the way there, 98% of the way like that I've got the icon, but it's close enough that I could go out in front of some people and be like, Guys, you want to watch me 3D a 13-pound heli and all the horrible noises it's going to make? <laughs> it makes some nice noises if that's what you're looking for in flight. You know, I'll be honest with you. I, I know this is a tangent, so I'll keep it short. Um, I forgot the fun noises that a 700 will make if you really throw down with it. And I don't mean like Team Bobcat stick bang, look at me, I'm making noise. But like actual you know, high speed or high, high performance flight where you're really ringing it through and Oh, yeah. yeah I, I agree with it's that. It's like, oh, this is kind of fun. Maybe I'll go uh, pick up a Sphincter 700 or something. That's cheap thrills. But um, I think uh, – I know, tangent. I'm keeping it under three minutes. But 
I, last I checked, I know there's been, talking to Keith, there's been a bunch of changes they've done over the last year or two to the sphincter, so it's probably pretty solid helicopter now. There were teething issues, like, you know, main gears and, like, weird stuff with the tail pulley, but I think that's square. Anyway, all right, who's next? Shaggy, it's your turn. All right, so I will have, honestly, Mike kind of summed it up. Um, it was kind of similar with mine. Of course, you know, Mike is more of a, you know, brainy guy, and I'm more of a, like, type person, so I kind of, my 20 minutes in front of the computer was literally sitting there just staring at it, just like, what do I need to do? I'll hit this button. Hashtag no, true. No, no, no. I had to hit this button here. No, let's go back here. I don't think that's it. No, no, it's this. Uh, this, 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 this. Uh, less one. All right, let's go fly. Uh, so overall, though, first, uh, first flight. You know, so basically, it's back to default. First flight. Uh, felt pretty good. And that first flight was. Oh, an actual like flight. I was doing maneuvers because I really wanted to see. Okay, what can I do for this to piss this thing off? Like, what can I do? And then see something. Ah, there we go. There's something that I don't like. And then go on. Well, it was kind of hard. Now, obviously, for all, first all the bad, it was the way it reacted was was really quick off center, and that threw me for a loop because like it's very quick off center, very twitchy. But then the rotation speed was so freaking slow. It's like, okay, this is um, not what I expected. And I don't want to say too slow, but it's just like for that quick off center feel. It, it And then the slow down like that, that was kind of weird. Uh, tail felt really good. It bounced, it had a few bounce backs. So it's like, okay, I can work on that. Uh, let's let's try pure, uh, pure consistency. Does it whip or anything? So I started doing my, you know, uh, pure funnels and pure loops and really try to piss off the tail and try to do like sideways flying really fast uh, to see if I could piss off the tail if it will let go and maybe do a slight overspeed to see if it wags. Didn't get any of that. It's like, oh wow, okay, this is um, tail seems pretty good other than that that slight kickback, so I can probably center that up a little bit. Um, so yeah, then I went to the bench and started like looking at it and popped up the menu and I looked at Rob and I was like, is that it? He's like, that's it. He's like, this is expert parameters. Like, that is it. Oh, gosh. It is... And I think maybe because I'm used to... I'm I'm getting more used to more complex gyros. That when it comes to something that's easier, I look for something else. You know, I'm looking for it to be harder, I guess you could say. So, wait, so are you saying that when you looked at the software, you thought it was is more simplistic than it really is, or that, um, I mean, can you tune everything you wanted to tune so it just looks simplistic, or is it? It, it is. It is very easy to tune, uh, but it's too easy. And what I mean by that, I'm not saying it's too easy as in like it it you program what you want and that and it's perfect every time. It's not the case. It's very easy to adjust things but there's just not enough there and it doesn't really explain too much of what you're changing i mean it does like it i will say the layout is is really on the software is done well and it gives you kind of these little bubbles where you can what each thing is telling you but and and like if it's doing this then turn this down or turn this up 
but it doesn't explain every single situation. And I think that was what Mike was was trying to explain a little bit about him having to look up a PDF file and and, and try to like look up other sources uh, on Google and stuff like that, try to figure out what certain things did because it didn't explain that very well. Like, okay, I have um, an elevator bobble when I'm doing um, sharp when I'm doing sharp collective mo motions like a TikTok or something. Uh, it doesn't really explain in situations like that work on this. Are you saying in the instructions it doesn't explain that very well or the the little bubble icons? The little bubble didn't icons explain there. explain that, that icon very well? It, yeah, it, it didn't really, in my opinion, it didn't explain. So I'm trying to remember what it was, what certain So Mike, was, was that the same thing you felt was that there wasn't enough information within the software to tune oh, in yeah, easily? Was, that you had, to, you had to reach outside of it to find out? You had to 100% go to the manual. Even yeah, the manual right. didn't have that much, that didn't yeah, explain the, that the much. Yeah, the immediate like tooltips that were in there weren't so great, so I went and had to read the man, the actual detailed manual, and then one or two things, I went and looked on the forums to see if I could find a non turkey German English explanation of it. Right, right. Yeah, so it just so it, it, it was it was easy. It was very simplistic, but it was too simplistic. So did it have? Because I'm not familiar with it at all. Right? You said you started off with the defaults. So did it have, does it have a base setting, sort of like a brain or like like a, a, a beast X, for instance? Yeah, it, has it a does. Base it, it was if okay. If you want it, and you you can tune through. Okay, it, it I will say loose. that the defaults. But that's also a heavy helicopter. That yeah, I will. Yes, that's a good way of explaining it. That's a good way of explaining it. It did feel a little loose. Um, now, one thing that I didn't do, and I'm not sure if that was something you can do with this jar, but like on the on the on the beast X, certain gains like like your overall gain, your P gain, uh, you can do you can do through the radio. And I didn't change that at all. Didn't touch it. I, I literally went straight with the with because I didn't feel like that was that was necessary. I didn't feel like the gains were w wildly off um at all right so you were were you just switching through the pre-programmed setup or were you trying to reach outside of that when you were trying to get or learn the instructions or try to figure out why you felt it felt over simplistic inside the application i was just trying to figure out what these parameters really meant and is there okay. anything more than than 10 clicks on a slider like that's literally all they would give you is like 10 points on a slider to do agility or to do uh right so with any i think with any gyro if you and mike was leading, alluding to this but he would make a change and you have to fly it to see what it does right, right. so but if you're not familiar is, with it yeah the, what what this shows it shows something like and i'm going to use the this, the brain as an example the wizards setup where it uh -huh. You have a very baseline, and it does have that for setting up, but the actual pro, uh, tuning, it seemed like it was like a wizard. It was showing you very simplistic ways on tuning it, but then, like, but it didn't have, like, what the brain does, the advanced section where you can go there and actually dial in the numbers. And actually right, dial so you in felt like you were always in a wizard. I got yes, you. So it you felt weren't. Like, yes. Did you have a way to affect the real numbers? Like, could you, or you just I, had a slider that you would slide a, it and have to experiment? If there is a way, I couldn't find it. And I couldn't figure it out because I went through everything. I, I did research. I could not find it. If there is a way, yeah, DePaulo, I did did you it. find that too? As you, you couldn't enter numbers. It was just sliders. You had to figure out what it was. 
No, I mean, the thing is, the brain, too, is very, well, I'm not going to say it's pure PID because it's not, but it's a lot more upfront about a PIA and a D game. So if you already know right. PID theory, it's a lot easier to look at the heli and be like, oh, I know what that wiggle is and, and attack right. it. Whereas this, and like the heli commanded the same thing way back in the day where it had like bell hiller control and it, you right, just, right. it wasn't really explained anywhere. So, you, it was up to you to, to mess with it and learn what the hell it right. did. Like the, the, I wonder if, I wonder, I wonder if you say bell hiller command, if you're not really talking about skookum. Oh, it might, it might have been skookum. I don't, th- yeah, heli, just, heli command, which is now Bavarian demons, never had that. Yeah, that I mean, both of them like, were the same thing, where they had these bridge named stuff. Well, well, Rich, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to answer, I'm going to answer this to you clearly, Rich. There is not a spot where you go and you type in a number to enter a setting. You're going right. to you're going to move a slider on a setting. There's there's not a place to go type it. Most I don't have a beef with sliders. No, I don't either. I was just he, Shaggy was saying he felt like he was always in a wizard. Yeah. Shaggy right. Shaggy Shaggy is not comfortable with the software, but it doesn't affect how the model flies. Sure. No, I got you. It affects how it flies because he's uncomfortable tuning it. Right. And that's something that I've always had a, a, I'm always worried about is, is I'm still not the best when it comes to tuning. And so for me, this kind of made, it it, it was a very, uh, I was gun shy about it. It's like, I don't know what this is. So, um, don't explode. So the, and I'm going to, I'm going to give a thousand foot view here real quick, Rich. Uh-huh. I don't look over the guy's shoulder to see what settings they're adjusting because I don't want to bias myself as as to I need to adjust this, I need to adjust that. However, I do watch them. I watched Mike sit in front of the computer for 20 minutes between you know with the model still plugged in and he he had the USB plugged into the to the axon as he was going through stuff to, he wanted to adjust. Um and so, like, Cliff kind of did the same thing, and I had to give Cliff a tip. I was like, you know, hey, hit the little informational icon. Um, it'll tell you more. And, um, you know, I try and take a hands-off because I'm not trying to coach these guys. I'm not trying to teach them how to tune. Well, that's, yeah, it's one of our goals. DePaulo right? doesn't need me to teach him how to tune. I basically show him a door. He'll go bust it down. <laughs> right. Uh, 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 <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, and Cliff and Shaggy represent something similar in that they're not very comfortable tuning, but they have two completely different flight styles. Right. Shaggy can throw the f- down on basic settings, and he he he, you know, it's awesome. Cliff will not throw the f- down, and he's not gonna. He's he's. Uh, I love Cliff. I fly with Cliff. I enjoy being with Cliff, and he stresses the models out more. But in years past, he wasn't the guy who stressed the model out and stressed the tune out. Right. It's like me. I, I would never. I don't stress the tune. I'm just getting to where the tune. I've had to change the tune on my 550 just because I'm just getting a little better. So, yes, the Bavarian Demon software, in appearance, is simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In appearance, is simple. In in actuality, some of the settings uh, don't necessarily make sense. But well, many of them are explained in the informational icons. Some of them are, are, are explained in the in the manual, and then at some point you you go, okay, 
I see this, and that looks like it could be it. I'm going to move it four points and go try that maneuver over again and see if it has an effect on it. Yeah, because I think – what was it? Was it the elevator filter or was it one of the other settings that I looked – Elevator filter explains itself as, as to if you have a bounce – if you have a bounce after a stop on elevator, then uh, uh, increase elevator filter. I think the more I looked at it, I started to realize, oh, I'm looking at PID and direct control proportion, the feed forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I realized like, oh, these are like Germanglish names for what I already know and I started to get the hang of it by battery too. But there was – which mm-hmm. one was it? There was one of the parameters that there was no tooltip and there was no manual entry. So I had to go on a form to try and figure out what the hell it did. So there mm-hmm. was a bit of that. But once you – once the gyro got fairly well tuned in, it was uh, it was half decent. You know, It was locked in pretty well. I think if I actually had it for a weekend where I could put 40 flights on it, 40 or 50, mm-hmm. I could probably have the thing dialed in enough – Especially if I put it on the uh, the Kraken with the lightweight blades, I could probably wound on it pretty hard and be content with it. Oh, cool. So, Shaggy, so where are you? I mean, what were some of your other thoughts? Or go ahead. Uh, so, one other thing that I actually that helped. Okay, I brought the <laughs> protos it, to the table. Oh no! <laughs> I can't listen to the stumble through on the settings anymore. Yeah, what? you have to, you have oh. to, you have to, you have to plug the unit in for the software to work. Yeah, I was, I tried to fire up the software and just discovered that. Yeah, um, but it, it it powers it up, and it doesn't do anything dumb with servos or anything, which is which is nice. So let's go into expert head tail, head tail. Um, so there was ratio, aileron, elevator, direct control portion, agility, decay rate, attitude, hold, range, and elevator filter. Attitude, hold, range was the one that I didn't find any discussion in, 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 in the information or the manual. And I did a quick search for it and I couldn't find anything. So I just increased it a few points to see where it would go. Mm-hmm. Agreed, Apollo. Okay. Lost him again. He must have got abducted. That's right. Why don't we let Shaggy keep going um, and finish his little part? Yep. And then, I'm curious to what your feelings are too. Yeah. So uh, another thing that was found out that, that was that would actually help a little bit is actually put Expo in the radio because uh, I had that very twitchy off center feel, and once I put Expo in there, that twitchy off center was quick off center, but it was still you know smooth enough. So I was like, cool. That problem solved. That was on me. So another another thing on the software that I couldn't figure out and I just rolled with it is the flip and roll rate. So it, it's not like other jars where you can like type in a number. Like I want 280 degrees a second on Eleron and Elevator. I honestly could not find anything at all. There was probably something I just had, did not find it at all on how to increase the flip and roll rate. So it's like, Alright, I'm sending it like it is. I still it still flies good. I'm still able to do like really fast TikToks and, and pure TikToks and all that stuff. It's good enough for me. It's just for continuous rolls, it was a little slow. But for overall like um tra- head, head tracking and, and, and rolls and continuous flipping rolls, it didn't do any stupid things and it did it didn't do anything weird, it didn't do anything stupid. It held it held and tracked really well. Uh, it took me about two batteries of actually tuning 
and a battery of, of fun. So it's only about two batteries. Uh, basically, on that after that first flight of just flying and seeing what I needed, the second battery was just tuning. It was all tuning. And I basically did a little, did a little flight, did some maneuvers, went down there, changed you know settings, went up there. Oh, it's worse. Let's just go back the other way. Now that one's better. To be honest, and Rob, I don't know if you can confirm this. To be honest, I kind of think after all the changing I did, I honestly think I went back to default. Okay, I can actually Ooh. confirm okay, that. Okay, let's for find you. out. Let's find out. Yeah, so I. So that is one of the neat things about the Axon is that. Uh, no. All of our files are saved. Yeah, the configurations are saved. So basically, every time I handed the model was switched between us, I went back to the initial config that Cliff uh, did. Um, and that made him. this a lot easier to to, to deal with. Um, so Windows Shift S. This is default. I'm gonna take a screenshot of that. You had one setting change from default. Are you serious? From default. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang. The logs never lie. Wow. See, I, actually, I had a feeling that... Actually, no. He doesn't have a setting change. What? Let me, let me check something. No, there's got to be one. There's got to yeah, be one. Um, it's got to be the tail. Uh, this there was a setting in the tail that I know was changed. Okay, so we were not using banks on the Varian Demon. Um, and so we flew in the red bank the entire time. The software will let you adjust the yellow and blue banks. And guess what, Shaggy? What? You were adjusting stuff on a different bank? <laughs> um, I'm betting he was adjusting stuff on another bank. So... Um, desktop, BDX on, initial, open. That might be why he couldn't find a control that changed the roll rate. <laughs> Head tail. I love you, Shaggy, so much. I do. It's so normal person thing to 42, do. 42, 25, 10, 5, 5, 45, 15, 4, 11, 5, and 0. Shaggy. When you adjusted things, you adjusted them on a bank that's not in use. But I saw a change, though. You saw a change on the software, yes. No, 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 in, in the flying flying characteristics. You was in your mind. No, no, I'm serious. It did. I Shay, did. You did make some changes in your radio, too, though, didn't you? You, had, you added Expo and... No, that, was, that, that was just Expo, but like... That was yes, but then I I changed one setting where the where I had a lot of elevator um bobble during the TikToks, and I, then I went back the other direction and it went away. It was perfect. And then the tail, the tail would have a bounce back. Once could I, he have been flying in that bank, Monty? No. You guys didn't have him on a switch or anything that could I have I, I I actually put it to a channel, and uh -huh. I took out the switch in order for him to get to it he would have had to program a switch on the channel to actually make use of it mm. because the model memory between the model memory was moved from cliff's radio to my radio to shaggy's radio 
No, I know I was I was I was using the banks. You're not. Or I was using. <laughs> well, what switch did you put it on? None. I specifically well, I did have... not put it on a switch. You would have yeah. had to 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 utilize. Which I banks. did not. Yes. I did not. You you changed it in the software, and your mind told you you changed it. And when you went out and flew it, your mind told you you changed it. But guess what? It was mind over matter. Mind over matter, man. You didn't change. There, well, how? Okay, if I didn't have a bank, and or if if I did exactly what you did, then how was it not being changed? Because the software will default dump you in bank yellow instead of bank red. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not following. I mean. Okay, so the Bavarian Demon has three banks. Yes. They call them bank yellow, bank red, and bank blue. Yeah. The, you remember the whole time the Bavarian was had a red LED lit. Mm-hmm. It it changes yeah. colors when you go to a different bank. Okay. You never saw the LED shine yellow, and you never saw the LED shine blue, because you okay. were never in those banks. Right. Okay, so when you fire up the software, default dumps you in bank yellow. No, it did red for me. Okay, um, it did red for me. Yeah, it and and I'm and I am I am basically opening up what I saved off of the uh, axon, and uh, I, I think it did open it to red. It yeah, to red just for me. now it opened it to yellow uh, a moment ago, but yeah, it it it, it'll, it goes for red a lot. It's going to red without you making a change or to a switch. In the software, you can choose the three. Oh, I got you. Okay. So you should see that change every time you change banks in the software. Then. Um. Say that again, Rich. So the lights should change to color as you switch back and forth in the software. You should see them change on the demon. It doesn't. That's that. No. Oh. The, the 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 no. That's not how it works. That's the way, yeah. When I when I pull up Shaggy's settings, uh, yeah. and I switch back and forth in the software between bank yellow and bank red, I can see in bank yellow how he adjusted the agility, which would have made the helicopter roll faster. It was his mind uh-huh. telling him it was rolling faster. No, but it was bank red that I was working on. Yeah, you did it in bank yellow. I did it in bank red. And you put the setting in in yellow, not the flying mode. The logs never lie. I, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here going back and forth. Yeah, I'm sitting here going back and forth. He did it in yellow. <laughs> and we fly and we're flying red. Well, I was flying in red and it changed it in red. I think there was one time where I went on yellow to change something and, and realized it was wrong. Now, Monty, can it, if you saved the software, I mean, if you were editing the software in yellow or red, what doesn't matter which one, and you were working in that bank. And then you exit the software. Could the gyro stay in that mode? No, the gyro would because that would explain. No, that's not how this gyro works. The LED okay. switches to yellow or blue or red depending upon what bank you're in. Based on the switch settings. Based on the switch setting, the transmitter. Right. So if you don't have it, it's going to take whatever number you've got assigned to that value, and that's what it's going to use every time, right? So correct. Yeah, the transmitter is default transmitting to sit in red. You'd have to you have to you'd have to assign you'd a switch to, to use switch. to use the banking. I, I specifically set it All up right. that way so that the guys wouldn't flip a switch and cause more cause more confusion. Right. Truly, this is all Shaggy. You might have adjusted the agility in red and then you backed it out because I saved what you flew last. 
I didn't. I don't have saved well, what you flew sense. in between. I have what you flew last, and what you have flown last is a default. Well, he said he thought it might. He might have gone back to the default. Yeah, he might have. Because that's what you were originally looking for. Yep. Yeah, well, but that makes sense, then, Shag. I mean, you may very well have been done flying, had seen changes, and then just put it back to default. The only thing is. The only thing that the only thing that I would explain that 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 the only change that should have been there was the tail change because unless I accidentally went back on that because it was just it would bounce back a little bit unless that was one setting I accidentally went back and I didn't mean to go back. Yeah, from what I could see, uh, you when you finished, I only noticed it when I tail, do tail. I only noticed it when I did tail stops in that last flight. I did no tail stops. I bet you that's what happened. Yeah, because I could see where he increased the tail gain on the yellow bank, but if if he backed it out afterwards, he, he wasn't adjusting in the. If he backed it out, he right. he put it in the red bank and then backed it out. I saved the final. I didn't save every setting every time he walked up to it. I didn't make a file for every sure, time he sure. changed the setting. No, I wouldn't have either. Yeah, unless that was the plan. I've done it in between because. I thought I might go back 30 seconds later, but mm-hmm. usually banks, usually one bank is kind of like what I start out in that day, and then the bank I'm adjusting is whatever I got to in the day. So my question is, why the hell would it go to a different bank when you're pro- plugging it in, if that was the case? The software would let you change between banks so you can program them. Yeah, but if if you don't have it set up, why would it go to a different bank if that was the case? Yeah, I'm going to click bank yellow. I unplugged the axon, plugged the axon back in. It beeped. It noticed it's connected at some point. Okay, LED went from green. LED is going red. It's beeping in my ear. And at some point, the software is going to say, yep, click on expert. Click on head tail. And it went back into yellow because that was the last thing I was at. I'm going to click on blue. I clicked on blue. I unplug the axon. Plug the axon back in. And it's going to go through a couple beeps as the hardware gets recognized. Click on expert. Click on head tail. It's back at bank yellow. There you go. Yeah, I was pretty sure it kept going back to Bank Yellow because uh, Shaggy, do you have anything else to say? <laughs> I'm going to talk was for it, a bit. Well, why was it flying on red? It's always flown on red. Yeah. So then why is it always going back to yellow? Welcome to software. That's where the software is starting. This doesn't make any sense at all. I, I know. You don't – right now – you don't have to connect. When you've got to connect to the software, you can obviously go to the, between the bank stuff. If you have your radio on, um, what does it do then? Does it go with what's what you were doing to your radio and you can still change between them? Like, you know how the brain, you got to flip the switches on the radio to the different modes? No, none of care. Um, you can flip in between if them. you got the radio on? You can flip in between okay. them even with the radio on. Yeah, because if you don't have the radio on the brain, you can flip between them just fine. But if you turn the radio on, it's going to be on whatever switch. You've got the radio set. To. Yeah, it doesn't care. No, and, and not only that, but it, this is a tough time to learn what you know what we were doing. 
Well, to be honest, this is a real world scenario that an owner could run into. Absolutely, sure. This is this is a real world scenario a owner could run into. Granted, it can be considered embarrassing, or I, I think uh, the only thing he he feels bad about or is embarrassed about or whatever word you want to use is that he was making changes, and I honestly felt that it was making changes, and it wasn't. I I mean, that's it. That's that's just an expectation that you, your brain will have. You know what I mean? I've just made a, I made a change to the software. I should see something, so I do. Yeah. The thing is, I did see a change. Like, I physically saw something different happen with the helicopter. Shaggy, I, I agree with you. If if this following item I say is true, you backed those settings out before I saved the file. Yeah. Then that could have, I mean, I, that explains the whole, your whole feeling about it. I don't think I did because the last flight I gave you the model and you did your thing. You, well, you know what? You started this. You oh. said you thought you might back be back right at the defaults. That's what started this whole little segment. Yeah. Was you had said, I think I, I ended up back at the defaults. And that's when Monty went and got the computer and looked to tell you where you were at. And it looks like you were on the defaults. So had you moved away from the defaults thinking you, you might've been thinking you were in the red bank, but really flying in the yellow. It doesn't matter if you were actually changing the yellow and flying in the yellow. You, o- you, know you always flew the Red Bank. You may have adjusted the Red Bank and didn't like it and backed it out. And and yeah. and the evidence supports that. I mean, that's probably what happened. Because you started this whole con- part of this conversation by saying that. Yeah, yeah but the only but I, I would expect to see a change in the tail, at least a change in the tail. Everything else, honestly, because I know I phys- I know when I was changing one setting and I started getting more bobble in the elevator when I was doing TikToks. I was, and it got to the point where it was scary. Like, ooh, I might boom strike this. I need See, to, he I had to, to have stop. been changing a money. If he was seeing something like that, you know and what I, I mean? And, yeah. And so, I wasn't like letting go of the stick. I was just, you know, like stopping because, you know, you, you can bounce a stick and you, you can cause that. Uh, but I wasn't. You know, I was making sure of that. All right. Because when I'm, when I'm looking for that, because I used to do that before in the past where I would bounce the stick and I would see that. So I made sure this time. You know, I'm, when I'm when I'm working on a model, I'm trying to look for that elevator wobble in TikToks. I will make sure to grasp the sticks firmly, and when I stop, to stop the stick dead center. You know where I need to stop it at, right? So I don't get that bounce effect. And I saw it like I mean, the whole thing was going was like, "Ooh, that's kind of okay." I'm going the wrong way. And then when I went back, I think I may have gone back. To default. That's why I said I think my settings were close to defaults because when I got it back to where I think might have been default, it went away. It was gone. It was like, okay, I like that. That's good. And based Perfect. upon what you said, the evidence supports that you put it back to default unknowingly. The only thing that should have been off or changed was the tail. Are you talking about rudder or are you talking about elevator when you say tail? rudder okay. there should have been at least one setting changed okay and so this is this is where this is where we get back into the fight this thing is only set up to fly the red bank your yellow bank is adjusted everything that, that like like Monty has kind of said this is this is real world this is this is what happens I, I don't yeah I don't see this as a I don't see it as good or bad. I just see it as real. Shaggy, on one hand, 
you have amazing fucking skill that many of us on this show wish we had. Wish we yes. had. I, I wish I could go do that with the settings you fly. I wish I just comfortable like, oh yeah, hit me that. Oh yeah, look at Imperial flips and Imperial circle. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with that. On the other hand, I appreciate that. It, I appreciate that, but it just it's like a slap across the face because. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you are challenged in programming. Okay, well, hang on a second. So, let's take this completely out of the helicopter context. They give people uh, placebo drugs all the time, especially when they're doing drug studies, because it's all psychological. Oh, they, I'm taking this pill. I think it's working for me. I think it's doing something. I feel better. It, it happens yes. every day. Yes. Nothing, nothing yeah. against you at all. It, I'm just saying it's, it's the mind. It's your mind. It's how your mind works. The power of the mind, dude. It's crazy. And I know DePaulo. I, I think he's back. He's not arguing with us because he knows the studies exist. The people they'll they'll feed people sugar pills and they're getting better. It's like, yeah, I mean, power of the mind. There are psychosomatic types of illnesses where, yeah, it can absolutely be someone psyching themselves into it. Hell, I've watched people who are at the highest level of competition just – well, um, a good example is I've seen in helicopters where someone's completely psyched themselves into flying like crap or I've watched pro-level dirt bike racers just freeze up and whiskey throttle their asses right off the racetrack into a wall. <laughs> you would expect it and oh, the guy just yeeted himself into a tree. Been doing it for 10 years, has like a pile of trophies, but he just froze up. It happens. Is Shaggy? Is are you going to fly it again this weekend or no? Just to, no? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you need to be so hard on yourself. You don't need to be so frustrated by it. I mean, it's right. That's yeah. I don't want you to be feel that way because it sounds like you're pretty upset, and I get it. But um, it's an easy mistake to make. We've all done it. Uh yeah, we've all done it. I I can I can tell. Um, let's get back. Let's get back to it, guys. Um, I'm. Opening the show notes back up is I'm gonna talk for a bit. I'll say you haven't done your part. Yep. Okay. Uh, two batteries. That's what it took. Um, pros. Computer software is simple. Uh, visually, it's simple. Um, PDF manual is useful. I've you know I'm happy it gave useful information. Um, tips in computer software are useful. Um, the defaults fly decently and no complicated tuning to make me and no complicated tuning required to make me happy. Um, there's been times at gyros where I've adjusted something and then other things got worse. And so I had to adjust something else and then I made something else worse. Um, this thing, you know, I, I did a few settings and I was happy. Um, that says something. Yeah. I mean, for you, everybody that knows you, that says something. Reading the manual and doing a dry run through the software will help you familiarize yourself with the settings and their location. Um, I'm, I'm going to highlight that point because I'm going to come back to that in a bit. Yeah. USB powers the axon, so settings can be adjusted without having to power the axon with a hobby battery. Further, you do not have to click save after every setting is adjusted. It saves them in real time. As you adjust them, it's saving it. On the controller. It was convenient to save the config files to the computer. Um, so, and I'm going to go across the cons and I'm going to come back across that point as well. 
Uh, cons. I'm not a fan of connectors on the top. Uh, one, visually, I think it's ugly. Two, uh, yeah, there's been times when I've flown in light rain, and it kind of scares me that raindrops could make it to it. Um, granted, they could make it to it if they're loading in the end, if I'm doing, you know, uh, stall turns. But uh, visually, it's unappealing to me. Um, I'm used to the FBL initialization moving servos to show as completed boot up. Yeah, this is something that actually connected to me. There is not even like flashy lights. There might be. I might have missed well, it. But even the Beast X does like a little flashy light dance to tell you when it's actually trying to boot. If you read the manual, and it's kind of one of those, you do it at the evening, 8 or 9 o'clock at night at home. It tells you that if it goes solid red, all is well. <laughs> it will. It also explains if it starts flashing crazy colors. It actually has an explanation for what the colors mean. So it doesn't move the servos around. It just goes It just goes solid the color of the bank you're in. So it'll go solid blue or solid yellow. Or in our case, we're always in bank red, in the red bank. It went solid red. But I, I, it was still like, uh, did it initialize? Did I miss the flashing for a moment? Uh, yeah, I guess it did. Okay, it's, it's, it's ready. Go. <laughs> um, the next one. Head gain is not obvious unless you read the manual that it is only adjusted in the red bank. Um, if you flip through the three banks really quick on default, you'll notice that when you get through the red bank, all of a sudden a a gyro gain setting appears, where in the other ones, then that spot is just gray. There's nothing there. Um, you can only and so the head gain is decided in the red bank and it's effective on all the other banks. Uh, so you don't have a head gain separate by bank. Correct. Hmm. Um, having to use a computer to tune unless you fly a transmitter is integrated like a jetty. I consider to be a con. Um. Although the software UI is simple and friendly, unlike others I've experienced, uh, you know, I, I so on a lot of others I've experienced, they're cluttered and they require typing in numbers. It gets irritating at the field. This thing, visually, this is very simple software. The settings do complex things, simple and complex things. So, I really liked the software. Like, I've adjusted brain. I'm not a fan of tuning a brain flybars controller. I actually liked tuning the Axon. Um, and to a point I made earlier in the pros, it was convenient to save the config file and load it from the other guys. I tuned my settings. And I flew it, and I was happy with it. And I said, for shits and grins, let me load up the Apollos and fly it. I loaded up the Apollos and I flew it. Guess what? He has more adjusted than I do. It felt the same to me. DePaulo mm. has a keen eye for what he expects. I don't have that eye. I'm not DePaulo. Um, it's kind of to, 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 in my opinion, you can have a pro tune your helicopter. You may not notice the difference between your tune and his tune. <laughs> Hoofs yeah. better, thank you. I don't know the damn difference. It's hard. To, it's hard to hear it, but yeah, I've seen guys who be like, I don't know. 
I adjusted three things. I adjusted the head gain, I adjusted expo, and I adjusted, I want to say was agility. Let me load my settings. I adjusted, oh, I adjusted gyro gain for the main gain. I adjusted agility and I adjusted the elevator filter. Um, I actually left the tail gain at the same spot as that. I, the, the, the tail wasn't bothering me. Um, the tail wasn't bothering me. Um, so it was nice to go fly the other guy's settings because I can tell you between DePaulo and I, so load. Yeah, DePaulo played with attitude hold range. He also, he also played with the K rate. Those are settings I didn't get into. Um, I like tuning it. It was is visually simple, and the settings did the settings did what they said they would do. And when I didn't find an explanation for the one setting, and the internet frustrated me, I moved it a few points and went out and did some maneuvers and said, "Nah, no, I'm moving back." Um, reading the manual and doing a dry run through the software. Okay, so most every gyro has a sport 3D. I'm a badass mode setting somewhere, right? Apparently it has it, and I didn't find it. It does have it. It's on the main dash. It does have it. I can actually see... I went back and look, look at it. DePaulo went to Acro. Um, I actually went to Acro right off the bat after I t tested the, 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 the flipping and rolling. And... Um, I found it to be a little too fast. The, the, the blades were barking back at me. And um, I was like, man, let's not do acro mode. So I switched it back to soft and went out and did it. It was like, it could be a little bit faster. So I increased the agility, get a little more speed out of it. And I, I found it happy. So yeah, on the main dashboard, there's a drop down for changing it from 3D soft to 3D acro. Because the choices are normal flying slash scale. 3D soft, which is the default, 3D acro, and then F3C. Yeah, uh, reading through the manual. So that, that last point, reading through the manual and doing a dry run through the software will help you familiarize yourself with settings and location. Yeah, I, I sat down and, and, and I read through it. And then that's when I found that like um, Cliff had to add sub trim in his transmitter so that the... the signal on the axon showed zero for all the inputs and i was like i couldn't get a zero i was like why can't i get zero and then i because i got the program from cliff i went i went and, and i got the program from cliff i couldn't get zero so i actually went into the wizard and the wizard ran me into a step and i read this thing next to it it was basically like hey uh, adjust your sub trim so you get zeros in all these places and i was like oh he adjusted subtrim. So I went subtrim, found he had subtrim, took it all out, and all of a sudden everything got zeros. That's when I reached back to Cliff and said, Hey, Cliff, calibrate your transmitter. He didn't say it that nicely. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you're his friend. Um, the fun thing is that the wizard for the initial setup is kind of like a it's kind of like a, a looking glass or, or, or yeah, it's kind of like a looking glass. It goes through all the same places, the software, but it only shows you like the group of settings that have to do with that step instead of when you go into expert, it just shows you everything to do with the rotor and the tail. So, um, 
I don't know. I find I find the software simplicity to be refreshing, and it got the job done. Uh, Shaggy, the biggest thing I noticed that you'd probably notice is when you increase the rotor head gain, the model rolls way better. Um, but then again, I even commented to DePaulo how nicely the model rolled on defaults. It rolled really well on default. It was just a little slower. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It- but I, it wasn't enough to... For me to really be too picky about it's like whatever you you you're you're flying the same stuff you fly and I'm flying the same stuff I fly your stuff doesn't include and I wouldn't expect you to add it in because I say something about it but your stuff doesn't include a traveling axial roll you know, like a fast forward flight traveling axial roll that's not something you do unless I tell you to go do F3C which I will need to start doing it. Mm, you need to practice it, yes, but I don't expect you to add it in as a test maneuver for these tests of these helicopters. Oh no, no, no! That's something that's that's. I'm not doing F3C type maneuvers in my testing for these units. I'm doing my everyday go out there and beat the living crap out of a helicopter. Yes, and. And so that's why, like, I went and did an axial traveling, you know, a fast forward flight axial roll. And I was like, um, huh, uh, yeah, it's pitched its nose up. Uh, let me increase the gain. And and it made a world of difference. Uh, and, and that's the thing about the Axon. It's known for for basically holding a straight, you know, tracking a, a straight level flight. It's basically one of the best gyros out there. That and the Beast X for, for speed flying. The speed guys love the Axon for that reason. Or Bavarian Demon for that reason. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I think... Beast X is another good one. I think the simplicity of the software is refreshing. I was happy to deal with it. I wouldn't say deal with it. I was happy to work with it. I, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't, you know... I, I didn't sit down and go, Oh, God, what do I got to do to get this thing to do what I want it to? Because there's, there's like, I'm expecting to get frustrated by one of the gyros coming up soon because that thing just frustrates me. Uh, trying oh, to, I know which one you're talking about. Trying to work with guys on it. I just, I throw my hands up and go find somebody else. I can't get this thing to, <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, go away. <laughs> go away. You're a brat. Go away. <laughs> uh, any questions, Rich? Um, no, because I think between the three of you, I've got a pretty good feel for or the four of you actually. Um, I, I it was interesting how Shaggy picked up on. He felt that the software was kind of simple for what he wanted to try to tune. Um, but you were very you felt really good about it. Um, that surprised you know, Paul me. Honestly, had to spend a lot of time. What? That's kind of no. surprised me. Yeah, but sometimes if you know, one of the things you guys are talking about here is how fast can you get this thing flying? Or one of our goals here is to understand how can the average guy take it, get it to fly like he likes to fly, right? So how long does it take you to do it? How easy is it to do it? If the software makes that easier, then you don't need anything more complex, right? That was like we were talking about, um, you know, Cliff, Cliff's tuning and your tuning. If you're happy with the way the model flies, if I'm happy the way my model flies, I guarantee you Apollo would probably hate the way my model flies, <laughs> right? He'd spend four hours tuning it again. I four hours because he can do it way faster. But you know what I'm saying? He's going to spend time going, let's make this thing fly, right? Um, where I'll be perfectly happy. I was perfectly happy with my 550 install until I started doing harder stops on my rainbows. And it started bouncing. And I was like, okay. 
know what I mean? So you, you got to take it as far as you can do it. So if you got there, Monty, with the software, you know, and you liked it, that simple approach, which surprised me too. That comment, um, knowing that you fly, you know, that you fly the 760, which is anything but simple. Um, nobody would say that the using the programming box to program that one is simple. Um, I, I find it, I thought that was a really cool comment from you. Yeah. I mean, the, the um, simplicity is refreshing and I see, <clears throat> I can see why guys, I can see why pilots are fans of the Axon. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things in it that I find like I do adjust my head gain f- between banks and this one specifically doesn't allow it. If I was going to yeah. go into competition, I would like that. Right. And this one doesn't offer it. But that's not what I'm trying to – I'm not trying to – I'm not trying not to trying test to this it. for F3C. Right. Um, um, does this have rescue? Didn't it have, doesn't this it have rescue? It does that- have rescue. And the interesting thing is the manual says something very interesting on this one. And just because I don't want to misquote it, I am going to open the manual and <laughs> and say it. Um, let me find. It's funny they don't make it a big sales point on their website. I'm looking at their website. Yeah, and you would think I know that the the 3x that used to be a big selling point of this gyro. Okay, here's a section I wanted to get. Note about the Horizon Modes Rescue Options. The described rescue options provide an extremely high reliability, comma, even during extreme 3D and acro maneuvers, end, comma, end. Based on our following rules for setup and handling, we see this feature as a highly efficient rescue option, as well as a training aid for new maneuvers. However, we warn against taking any uncalculated risks, particularly against activating the rescue modes for test flying without sufficient safety altitude, unless in a real emergency situation. Likewise, nobody would use an emergency-only parachute for regular skydiving. As with any complex system, even in model flight, unpredictable influences have to be accounted for at any moment. Also, naturally, please note that the self-leveling cannot perform a stop from high speed. The heli may climb sidewards in a slightly tilted way. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. is an interesting statement on their rescue because we talked early on about testing rescue, and I was like, "Yeah, I wonder." And then I read this section, I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> it's it, yeah, that's really, but you know what? That's we, you know, people talk about they won't, they won't run a gyro that doesn't have rescue or whatever, and they use it rely, you know, all the time. They use it to save themselves all the time, and and I think most of the manufacturers, and I'm not, I can't, we can't speak for them, but would feel kind of that way, like it's there to save you if you really, really need it. But you know, learn to fly. I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I know Cliff has heard me say it too many times. Uh, and you just brought it up a, a moment ago, Rich. This is not a six-axis gyro. This is a three-axis gyro, and and, and mm-hmm. you know it does, there's no such thing as six axes. When they say right, that uses the other three gyros for writing. No, there's like that, there's right? the accelerometer and there's the angular rate sensor. The angular rate right. sensor is what's what is in use in most of our flying. Uh, an angular rate sensor is comparable to a bubble level. When you take a mm-hmm. bubble level and you twist your and you put it in your hand and you twist it, that bubble moves. If you set the 
bubble level down on a perfectly flat table and you slowly slide it across the table, the bubble level does not move. And that's where accelerometers come in. Accelerometers can feel that you're accelerating in a, in a lateral motion. The problem is, is accelerometers are heavily bothered by vibration. They see vibration as movement, as though the helicopter is accelerating. Hence, when it corrects, that's when people see they throw the rescue switch. All of a sudden, their helicopter pitches its nose towards the ground and ends itself. Right. And they're sitting there with a smoking hole in the ground, and it says, end rescue. <laughs> this gyro is shit. It just killed my helicopter. And they, well, and, and, and now you've got a ton of people scared about using rescue because it sometimes creates smoking holes in the ground because the accelerometers are bothered by vibration. Mm-hmm. Bavarian Demon and Spirit, to my understanding, I know Bavarian Demon does. I think Spirit does. They both actually pay for use of a patent that does rescue without accelerometers. Mm -hmm. And the patent actually explains it. I found it years ago. I've had problems finding it before, but they're paying for it. They don't own it. And, you know, some companies will pay for these things and other companies will figure out a way around it. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the reasons you never hear a Bavarian demon owner go, oh, yeah, smash the fucking ground. It's pretty rare. Right. But at least in, in my, my – the reason I asked the question was rescue is important to a lot of people. Yep. And this does offer that if you want to use it. So. It offers it and it, it offers a lot of options within rescuing because mm. um, it can it can write the model. Um, it can do, yeah, automatic collective pitch. Um, the automatic collective pitch action, the rescue feature overrides the collective pitch stick commands more and more with increasing gain, setting on the horizon channel. Uh, completely, you know, go to 100%. A signal of negative 100% according to diagnose menu completely overrides the collective pitch stick, which is the highly recommended setup. Furthermore, the rescue mode should be triggered only by spring load of momentum switch so that the pilot regains full control by releasing the switch. Um yeah, uh, upright mode. Yeah, so it's got a lot of rescue options within it, which is it's cool. Um, yeah. If you want it, it's there. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe in the future, I find a friend's and I test on an XL power. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I guess I guess that helps explain the cost of the of the unit. Yes, um, because. $350 is a little on the steep side. It is. But they do pay for use of a patent. Yes. And in, in, in the return, you get something that actually works. It's... How... You get something that actually works. Uh, you, get, you get something that has a higher likelihood of working than other competitors in the industry. The problem is, is accelerometers are bother vibration, and and uh, and having a model that is damn near perfect on vibration is um, it's really frustrating. Never ending frustrating. Yeah, challenge. you know, you know those um, that twelve dollar set of bearings that you thought you, that you sh- that you you know you got to replace, and you probably should have replaced it like twenty flights ago. Well, that vibration that's caused from that is costing your helicopter to smash the ground. Yeah. 
uh, I, I, and we're kind of off topic, but not really. But yeah, uh, the Skookum, which is no longer manufactured, and you can find them. Um, Skookum had an LED that would flash a certain sequence at you on power on that would tell you if it thought all was well and rescue would work. If it saw too much vibration in the previous flight, it would flash and tell you, I saw too much flashing. Rescue is disabled. That's interesting. Do you have anything else you want to say on this? I think you guys, um, I think you guys are pretty good with this one. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, John, John lent this one to me specifically because he just wanted me to try it because he's, he's really a fan of how he, he says the same thing, how easy they are to set up. And the other thing was that they work really well right out of the box without having to do a lot of tuning. And I think you guys have basically come to that same conclusion that if you take it out of the box, um, it'll fly well with a little bit of tuning. And if you want to tune it, you can. I, am I right about that? Yeah. Yeah. For so. for 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 friends and acquaintances who are interested in a gyro has rescue, um, I would call this a strong contender as a recommendation. Cool. Um, and if and if simple software is your thing, and and maybe you fly Spectrum right now and you don't have integration with this thing, but this thing has a solid rescue and software is simple. This might be right up your alley. And it does have integration with Jetty if you fly Jetty. It does have integration with Jetty. Um, and they work great with Fataba. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it, it supports a bunch of different protocols. It does. So it's. It does. It's cool. And it's a, it's a neat little aluminum block. It's a neat little red aluminum block. Yeah. yeah. I will agree with you, though. I really don't like up facing connectors. Yeah, I, I, visually, it's. It's just a. It's just a. It's just a, a yeah. Point. It's harder to hide your wires and stuff. Yeah, it's... You don't have to mount it flat. You could mount it sideways if that was your huge issue. The thing is, is if I mount it on the side of the helicopter, it puts it into harm's way and getting my wires ripped out or other dumb shit. You didn't could, bring that back up. I was just saying you could mount it upside it. down and and hide it uh, and hide the 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 maze of shit a little bit, but. <laughs> Those who listen to this episode are going to see the picture of it. So, welcome to how we wired it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, um, did you not like my photo? I liked your photo just fine. I was going to comment on the fact that um, with the launch of the Flybarless system, we also launched a new yeah, logo. It looks good. It looks really good. And and um, I know we've had we we'd actually had it made quite a while ago, um, a few months back, but. Now, we had decided we wanted to launch the, the uh, new logo with the launch of the Flybarless system. and um, We wanted I, I to launch it on. We, yeah, you got good comments. We wanted to launch it in the new year with the new episode. <laughs> the episode well, got delayed. But the, that, yes, yeah, exactly. The episode got delayed. So, yeah, yeah that's a better way to put it. Um, so, but yeah, we had a lot of, we appreciate all the comments we got from everybody about it. I'm glad you guys like it. And, uh, you know, maybe we can do some t-shirts and hats or something at some point in the future or some, uh, we'll talk about some stickers and stuff. But. Man, I'll have the conversation after we're done recording, but. Yeah, it would have to be on a pre-order. So I don't know. We'll talk about it. But anyway, 
Um, we appreciate all the comments and uh, you'll see us doing a little more branding stuff going forward. Um, we, we started it with this episode with, um, our Facebook page and the announcement of this show, um, having some new graphics. We'll try to do more of that as we're going forward. We have, you know, oh, it's something we're trying and, uh, it's a little more in my wheelhouse. So, you know, I wish I, I, I fully agree with you on that topic. Um, Rich, uh, something I wish I had said it during the episode, but to Shaggy's, to Shaggy's, your mind plays tricks. There's a lot of times where I adjust a setting. I fly it a couple times in the field and I go, eh, I think I like it. And I leave it in till the next weekend and I fly it the next week and I go, what the hell was I on? Nope. That's crap. <laughs> and I reverse hey, I it out. You, when you make a change, you expect to see something good or bad, right? Mm, I think. Yeah. And I think it could, I mean, we've all done that, but we've, we've done exactly what you just said, made changes and backed them back out a week or two later. I, I've i done changes and saw nothing, so I swing the other way and still see nothing and go, I apparently don't know how to test this setting, uh, or I'm, you know, I don't know how to test this setting, or, uh, you know, what, I, what I'm trying to test, this setting doesn't affect, so take it back to default and go back to, you know, hunt the, fi- find the setting that can affects the, what you want. All right. Yep. Oh. All right. Well, you guys ready for close out? Um, I'm going to get my clothes out. I'm going to get my clothes out. I'm going to get my clothes out. Yep. You get your clothes Gotta out? Got to set them out for work tomorrow. <laughs> so, Cliff, are you all set on the demon thing? Are you, you good with all the... Yeah. I, no. Anything I, else I, you want to say? I, I think everything... Okay. everything no, I'm, I'm good with it. I like it. Um, I don't have any. I don't have any real qualms against it. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I I do like it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up taking Cliff and 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 Shaggy to school on tuning. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait. Well, you know what? But yeah, but this what we're doing with this right now. This is perfect. It is. It is. No, it's not. We're trying to. Yeah, it is. I think Shaggy, you're not happy with the result, but it is a real world result. It's a real world result. And it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I saw something visually kind of crazy and the manual confirmed it for me. DePaulo, I don't know what caught his eye about it, but he caught something and he said, what bank am I actually flying? And that's when I was like, you're flying this bank. It doesn't say what bank it's in. At least, obviously, when I looked at it, so and I saw, oh, it's got banks. All right, well, this is important now. Yeah, and I noticed that. I read that, and I read that it, it had banks, and that's why I made sure. Okay, it's in the red bank. I'm programming in the red bank. I need to stay in the red bank. It would not surprise me if you adjusted, unless the red bank for the head backed out the red bank on the head, adjusted yellow, did a test, and you wasn't quite the same test. And said, yeah, good. Because I did ask Monty that. And I'm like, why does the head gain only show up on the one bank? And then I had to ask you, and you said, oh, because that's where you tune the head gain. And it's the same for all banks and that. That's just freaking weird. I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Because well, here's my shtick, right? And it's, I use this in the icon a lot because I fly a normal mode. I know. I, I can hear the all electric guys groaning in the background. Shut up, you greaves. But... Yeah, I know, right? The sound of a, a thousand angry keyboards clicking away in rage. But uh, the catch is, besides normal For flying mode, normal mode? 
yeah, for having a normal. I don't know. I, I it's nitro. Oh, you fly. Habits, you fly the normal. You okay? I still you have don't have because of yeah. nitro habits. Yeah. Anyway, um, me too. Point yeah, aside same. from that, the fact is that I have several flight modes that have vastly different RPMs. Mm-hmm. And if you are trying to fly the model very hard at sixteen hundred and twenty three hundred. I, anyone who knows what they're doing with a gyro is going to tell you that, yeah, you have to have different, wildly different gains in those two modes to max both of them out. Yep. And I'll go on record as saying that anyone that says otherwise, unless there's some underlying change to the firmware programming that auto-tunes or something else, if they say no, then they're blowing smoke up your ass. Mm. So. They don't, don't know, know any better. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird that you only change it in one spot, so I'm not really... Like I said, I only had the one <clears throat> very narrow experience with the gyro, and I'm kind of spitballing here. But I do wonder, you know, what would happen with that if I did have two very different head games and I wanted to have two different flight modes for it? They say you can put the head gain on a dial. Right, so I'm guessing that you could then have it that tied to your but flight it mode doesn't ex- But it doesn't explain well, it. It doesn't, right. If you can put it on a dial, you could also put it on right, a switch. Right, to a channel and then set points. Right, and then set that to a particular value. They don't explain away. how to do it whatsoever yeah, unless... Yeah, so if you, if you own the radio, like, I would do it where, okay, well, when I flip my flight mode, it goes to a channel that's at a specific value. But honestly, even then, I feel like that's something you could just very easily do with... A setting. Now, I see what they're doing. They're like, hey, in the manual, it even specifically says you can do this for the purpose of tuning. Yes. I get that. However, what happens now when I want to have wildly different positions for different flight modes? It just seems kind of convoluted when I know V-Bar, um, even the Beast X, I think, has banks, and the Icon. All those I've used, you can set your head gains to a bank, and then you set your bank switch to your flight mode switch. So it changes automatically for you. So I don't know. It might be worth revisiting for it. I mean, like I said, this is, this test is deliberately shallow in nature. I'm sure if it can be done, we'll hear about it. I found it. Yeah, okay. uh, I, f- I found it. I well, found it. Where you can set the gyro gain to banks? It's... Does it exist? They call it head gyro, and it's on channel 10 right now. Uh-huh. But someone's filling a toilet. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for someone to say something. I, hands are full. Can't hit the mute button. Um, well, you guys gave me shit about the zipper sound. Oh, that's my one for the month. So, moving on. Something, something, something. <laughs> the the thing is, is that they they call. <sighs> okay, so for charge transmitter channels, they have a head gyro channel, and it's ten. And when you're going through diagnosis and servo trims, the head gyro channel. <laughs> okay. In the transmitter receiver page, head gyro choice is channel 10. You can choose anything from 0 to 10. When you go to diagnose servo trim where you can see where you can where you can see which switch or setting or knob is controlling that. Head gyro on it shows negative 110 is bank yellow, positive 110 is bank blue, and the middle is red. Channel 10 is adjusting the banks. Hmm. There you go. So, 
when they say use a dial to adjust head gain, that leads me to believe what they're really saying is use it to change banks. Use it to change banks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly how we do it on the CGY, right? No. With a jetty, we do. Maybe. Yes, yes, yes. On the jetty, that's exactly how I yes, do Yes, yes, it is. On the jetty, it is. When flying Fataba, no, it is not. That is one of the things yeah. that, that further makes the Fataba complicated for people who are not looking for complication. I can adjust <laughs> my head gain independently of my bank. Yeah, we don't have to get – let's look at this. Uh, we're, I'm just yeah. saying that's the way – I mean, by applying a number to a set number, the gyro responds in a different, you know, something. Okay. Close out. Uh, yeah, let's wrap this up because I got to go to bed. I'm really tired. Check out the other great Heli podcast, Freefall RC podcast, the Helihead show, and the Houdini RC Heli podcast. On rerun, BKRC Heli podcast, Skids Up RC Heli podcast, and Inverted Down Under RC Heli podcast, RC Heli Hooligans, Full Pitch RC podcast, and the OG's RC Heli Nation version 2.0. Please comment on iTunes or Podbean. Help others find the show. If you have any questions, feel free to email us. Just email us, man. I don't care. Don't even have to be a question. Just email us. Upcoming events we are attending. Well, first up, roughly six weeks, is Spring Fling. Uh, three weeks after that is the Mid-Atlantic Heli Championships. Can't wait for both. And guess what? I was talking with someone today about Heli Extravaganza. Oh. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that someone and that someone has has decision making authority. Ooh. Is this someone we both know? Jibbles are tingling. All of us know him. Oh, jibbles are tingling. I know who it is. <laughs> so, yeah, they plan to. Cool. So. Well, uh, I'm going to get in the calendar and add what I can. I'm not going to add his dates yet that he's looking at because we were he was we were having a chat about dates and what would be good and what would be better. So, cool. See the 2021 Heli Calendar spreadsheet in Google Drive. The link is if you scroll down your podcast app, you will find the link to it. It'll take you to our Google Drive where you can see links to all the show notes and all or not show notes, but all all the links we've given in previous shows and the current show. There's no links for the current show. I don't have anything to share with you of links. Um, remember, we are in Discord if you would like to chat with us or other heli buddies in real time. Search Telerotor or find the invite on our Facebook page. And at that, I'm going to say thank you to all the listeners. Hey, now you're going to have to take uh, you're going to have to take skids up out of the reruns because they put out like two or three new episodes. They one put out. They put out another episode as we're recording. They, they another one came out tonight. Yeah. Oh, that must be because Javier's now it's editing it. It's only about forty minutes. I'm hitting mute. I'm gonna kill it. Toodles. Stop button. You need to say thank you first, Mike. Oh. Yep. Oh, that's a, that's a and hang on. Point. Cliff, get your credit card ready. Taze. What? Uh, too bad. It only here oh, goes oh, once. Oh, oh, what? Say it. No. Nope. What? What? You're gonna have to buy. You're gonna have to buy a one for Madison. <laughs> if I want to say it again. He didn't say it the first time. Oh, I, I did. Heard it. I actually heard him say it, and I can take yes. it out on his channel. He did say it, 
but the bet yes. is that he has to say it and it is audible. That's right. So I expect the it talking over by DePaulo to not hide it in the final run. <laughs> All right, so Cliff's got a new radio. Nice. <laughs> Because I already ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> I got the radio anyway. Where's you? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bro. Oh, I had to say that for nothing, really. Alright. Oh my gosh. Let's see how I get the field. Bye, everyone. Don't fly your axon on default. You guys have a good night. <laughs> new, new Year resolution. You need to learn how to do wheelies for fun flies. Yeah, everybody have a good night, man. Thanks a lot. Download us. Thanks for downloading. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode as we enjoyed taking the time to make them. If you have any questions regarding the show, such as future topics, events, or anything else, you can send us an email at telerotor at gmail.com or on Facebook, search Telerotor. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the field. Welcome to the bloopers for this episode. We recommend you listen to them in private as the audio is loud and the subject matter a bit sophomoric. Enjoy. Tom Chen just sent me a picture of Birmingham down there right now. It's a swamp. It is. More than a swamp. It's a lake. So much for the ditch. It's now a dam. Do do share, dude. Do share. I, I gotta see. It's like it's, under four feet of water. It's pretty funny. Is that is Birmingham supposed to be this weekend? Yeah, yep. right now. Whoa. Well, oh, shit. not anymore. Unless you bring float planes. And you're on a boat. The only person that has pontoons on their heli is um, uh, Don. Whatever his last name is. Irvine. Well, I don't know if you guys updated your show notes. Holy I'm doing shit, it. dude. Wow. What was that? Chocolate? Th- that is... That is, that is underwater. <laughs> oh, is damn. This? Do the ditch. Just do the lake. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the picnic tables are showing. Is- I mean, don't be a pussy. Full send. I identify as the Postal Service because all I do is send it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to need some stupid stickers for motorcycles and helicopters. Only with uh, V-Bar. Only, no, 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 no. We need this for the recording, Cliff. How do you properly say V-Bar? V-Bar. <laughs> <laughs> How did I say it the other day? You pretty much. V-Bar. Hey, call Lamont James real quick. Have him on the speaker and just ask him that question. Uh, and, nah, I'm gonna leave Lamont alone, but um, yeah, no, well, that needs to make the funnies because that's how that's how you know it's a V bar in the air is by the tail wagging when the <laughs> owner slightly overspeeds it. I mean, that was worse than the Beast X. Beast X. V bar. Next thing you know, everyone's gonna join us for hovering.
and Shaggy's gonna marry a woman and enjoy relations. Yeah, yeah. Then that happens. <laughs> so, so what are we doing? Prognostications of impossible things happening this year. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say titties tonight on the podcast. Oh, well, uh, oh that's I... right. If 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 Cliff wants to buy a sixteen IZ, Shaggy has to say something. Oh, you're right. Yeah. What other impossible things are happening this year? What was the thing? It has to be said. I, I, I forgot the exact house. phrase. Titties. Another one. No, titties? it wasn't titties alone. It was. Yeah, that's all he's got to say is titties. He just and then he can't. He can't take it out. He can't. You know, do something over top of it when he does the recording or when he does the edit. The edit. Yeah. Can he stick it in the bloopers? No, I think at this point all we have to do is get him to say it. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I think he should say it in the real show, and it should make the, the real edit, the real cut, but Boobies. You know, whatever. Hey. Tid, bid, biddlies, titties. <laughs> well, I found a frog here in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? They're loud down there. Frogs. Big wet ones, they smell bad. <laughs> 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 oh. See, we have rats around here. Mm. So when I packed up Frank's uh, Hobby Wing 130, at the very top of the box, I put a little teeny bag of Doritos in there to see uh, yeah. what it says. <laughs> He's on a diet. You're a butthead. I said less Doritos, though. I put less on it. Oh, you wrote it on or you put a bag of Doritos in? Oh, no, I put a real bag of Doritos in there. No, dude, you should have put an empty bag of Doritos in there. <laughs> I'm going to go for dongle with my new radio some more. Hey, 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 make sure to pinch the titties. Pinch the what? I mean, uh, I mean. Pinch the what? Pinch, pinch the what? The what? Huh? Titties? Somebody say titties? I said titties. He didn't. Did you say titties? Somebody said titties? Somebody's got to say some no, titties. No, he didn't. Somebody's I did. Say Monty some did. Turkey oh. little titties. Yeah, you got to pinch the titties. I mean, the gimbals. I mean, the sticks. I mean, the pointy end. I mean, don't put your lips around the, the freaking gimbals already. <laughs> Can you stop, please? <laughs> titties. The theme of this show tonight is titties. <laughs> I might, might make Cliff buy a new radio tonight. Maybe. Probably not. But, but... But, but, hey, here those of us here at Telerotor RC aren't just going to think about female titties. Don't forget the large-breasted man titties. Also known as boobs. <laughs> There's also multiple titties on pigs. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. Bacon. Bacon, Bacon makes everything better. Exactly oh where we were going. With that. Can we move on? <laughs> Who's next? More titties. I'm okay with this. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, Hooters. (laughs) No. So so this next part, for for people wondering, uh, imagine I'm saying this without actually facing Shaggy directly. DePaulo, he can't even open a PDF document. How the f*** is he going to connect to Type-C and charge the motherfucker? Yeah, oh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> he doesn't even have a Type-C. Damn it, damn it, son. How do I open a PDF on my iPad? <laughs> Wait, what? A, what? 
I'm confused. Uh, and goddamn VCR is blinking 12 again. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded some bullshit and now there's this purple monkey on my desktop. <laughs> I wasn't looking at porn, goddammit. <laughs> I'm about to like reference every early 2000s computer meme I can. Dude! I got to tell you this. So, of course, I find that I can recycle stuff at Best Buy and, and I go in there. And every once in a while I have to stand in line because there's someone busy at the uh, – what is the expert uh, oh, corner? Geek Squad. Geek Squad corner. Yeah. So, this, I, can, I think it's a mother and son are standing behind me in line and she's got his laptop. And she's trying to like work on a laptop. She's got it propped up on a shopping cart while she's trying to like work on it. She's, she's bringing it to Geek Squad and she's like – I, you must be smart. Do you know anything about this? I think my son downloaded porn, and your son is right there. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and she, or no, no, she didn't say it like that. She's like, I think there's been porn on it, and then she uses her eyes and motions towards her son off her left corner without saying it was my son. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, what's porn? How old is this kid? He's like nine. Ten? Oh my gosh, oh, Jesus! And she's like, "Oh God, I gotta hear the peace, the person peace story." One of the best by line. I'm like, I feel embarrassed for this young boy. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Like, dude, mom's gonna like find a condom and she's gonna run out in the front yard and scream at the neighborhood about it. It's gonna be awful for him. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man, she, she's like, maybe me. you can fix it. I looked at him like, nope, <laughs> not touching this one. Nope, <laughs> not with a rag in both hands. Oh, I, sorry, I, man, but what needs fixing isn't the computer. <laughs> oh, I was like, you know, sometimes you get things from email. I didn't open email. No email's been opened on this. Okay, you think it's porn? You got your mindset. I'm out. You can pay somebody for that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to share it. Poor kid. He's going to turn into me. <laughs> if that's how, is that how it's done, Shaggy? Well, I don't know. Oh, oh, I thought he might have given us a glimpse. Okay. I can message him. I, All right, I, I'll, I'll let you do it. You know how to talk to people and ask for stuff. Yeah, you got to learn how to stroke it. Okay. <clears throat> I'll watch. Oh, God. <laughs> what the hell? No. No. Oh, okay. No. I'm glad that was all off topic. Let's go. That Main is topic. That's going in the bloopers. <sighs> Here I thought this was going to be an easy episode to edit because we weren't going to be on a rant. I'm not ranting, but... No, I'm, but this time it's me. You know, last time it was Rich, this time it's me. <laughs> so it's okay as long as it's somebody else? <sighs> No, no, I'm. It doesn't matter who who it is. I gotta still deal with it. I, I don't know what you have to go through for the editing. I, I have no idea. But I, I mean, no, I did. Well, I bet if we could go, I bet if we could go back and ask your mother when your first time of sexual relations was, she'd probably tell you it's pretty ugly too, Cliff. Well, I, I didn't have sex with my mom the first time. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Here we go. Jeez, Rob, you're bad tonight. <laughs> well, hmm, not your mom. Okay, I'm gonna sit back here and think about who it could have been. Then. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, yeah, we went down. <laughs> See, they keep throwing us totally off track. Uh, yeah, and I know it, but it's our fault. It's our fault that we're taking so long. 
Hey, oh, that's true. shut up or I'll invoke Trump. <laughs> um, <Ooh>. Again? <laughs> your girlfriend's been asking you to make motor sounds with your mouth the whole time. No, you I can't make those. I can make these noises. That doesn't sound like titties. <laughs> Does not <laughs> sound like titties. No, she just got off of work, so sadly I can't provide the noise. It's still 30 minutes away if you wanted it. Yeah, you got to make sure you stick your balls in the right place or bad things happen. That's a general lesson every young boy should learn.